welcome to Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah! <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Global Milk. Global Milk! The only milk made from the Earth's core. Global Milk! A subsidiary of Red Pantheon Productions. Welcome, everybody, to episode 33 of Count Creepyhead's Saturday Morning Monster Mash, part of the Red Pantheon family of podcasts. How's everybody doing? There are 33 different sugars in my cereal. <laughs> Doing pretty good. You know, the older I get, the less tolerant I am of super sugary cereal. I swear, I bought, I found them for like a buck, and I bought like way too many boxes of blueberry and um, frankenberry, and I just want to like, it's just disgusting. <laughs> if you have it like week after week for months on end, <laughs> like, I just want some plain ass like life cereal. Something and if you want to make a Mikey Lexus joke, I will rip your fucking throat out. <laughs> but uh like some raisin bran Wheaties. I like Wheaties just to flush my system. Um Yeah, so I can I can generally do like one box a year of the of the specialty cereals, but past that, I, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. And this is coming from a guy who can down a box of donuts. Yeah, donuts are way better than sugary cereal. Like, even shit that I loved as a kid, I can't really stomach now, like Fruit Loops or oh yeah, uh, Frosted Flakes. It just, I think my taste buds have changed. Like, if I could have a bowl of Chex Mix in the morning, I'd probably do that. <laughs> See, Frosted Flakes I can do. Really? But, uh, actually, you know what? I, I'm, I'm a big liar. I, I can eat a fucking box of Cookie Crisp. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it I think it depends on the sugary cereal, honestly. Uh it had yeah. it has to it has to not just be overwhelming sugar. Um like I can't do Lucky Charms. Yeah. Yeah. No. I but, didn't really like those as a kid though. Uh but I, I can do like I can do Fruit Loops, I can do Apple Jacks, I can do Cookie Crisp, I can do most of the different Captain Crunches. Yeah, Captain Crunch has really... got like, sugar film on the roof of my mouth, and I can just feel the diabetes coming on. <laughs> oh, man, there's nothing like peanut butter crunch. Yes. but uh, You know what's but, also yeah. great, and I want to look for it, and I don't know if they make it anymore. You guys ever have that Oreo cereal? I've never yes, had that. Yes, I have. It's really good. It's like dark chocolate uh, Cheerios, like big, fat, chunky dark chocolate Cheerios with like white frosting flakes on it really hmm. good um i don't think they make it anymore but i don't look i just go to aldi's and like whatever's there because i'm lazy i'm like when i was a kid it was like who has the best prize that's what i would eat but now they don't do that anymore unless you get like an eight dollar family size box of cereal but all right you know See, it wouldn't I, be a, I, an episode of count creepy head without us going on tangents i absolutely <laughs> did uh try and track down like all the specialty cereal like the ghostbusters the uh but yeah nope just Yep. Just, uh, just didn't happen. So, um, well, I don't have the official materials in hand 
Uh, Mike, do you think it'd be safe to talk about the charity now? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So we have joined up with a umbrella corporation, uh, Josh Strausberg, who heads up the Race by Rentals podcast and is a frequent guest on um, Boogeyman's Closet. Mike, your friend, mm-hmm. um, has kind of assembled in my deranged mind. I feel like we're a meeting of superheroes or some sort of secret cult. I don't know if I need like a ring and a robe, or there needs to be like a round table that Wait, we all did, talk you around. Did, you didn't get the robe in the mail yet? No, no I, I didn't get the, the blood red robe. I didn't do it yet. Oh, okay. Well, it, I mean, it's on its way. All right. I drank from the chalice. Okay. And um, I killed that kid like you guys told me to, but I, I haven't gotten <laughs> the robes. Um, that's a joke. Oh, we were supposed to kill the kid? <laughs> kill i mean you can survive having your skin flayed yeah so, yeah because you know. uh i made sure mine did uh i mean he's gonna have a hell of a life but he's alive yeah you know just screaming in agony his entire life but whatever yeah, i um, nicknamed him uncle frank he likes okay. it <laughs> um <laughs> this is a great segue so <laughs> josh um is friends with some guys who run a charity called Heart Crate. What Heart Crate does is they put together custom-made specialty crates for uh, something. This is something I'm going to try to use, but I don't know if it actually fits right. It might be insulting. So if it is, you guys stop me. Um, Kids on the nerd spectrum. So, you know, a kid into comic books, superheroes, anime, art, reading, you name it. And these are kids that are disadvantaged, kids in the foster system, kids that have suffered some sort of great hardship. They reach out, uh, their caretakers or their family reach out to Heartcrate and they say, hey, uh, Kid X is into comic books, Transformers, anime, LOL dolls, whatever. And Heartcrate then goes out and makes these specialty crates and send them, sends them to these kids and kind of in the hopes of making their day a little bit better. Uh, so something about me that you probably kind of got the gist from the show with the giveaways that I do. I have this honest, honest, this very strange compulsion of like, I like giving nerdy gifts to people. So if you introduce me to your kid and your kid likes Star Wars and he doesn't have any Star Wars, there's going to be a mysterious package on his steps the next day full of Star Wars toys. Like, I can't help myself. So, uh, Mike mentions his son's into technology. He woke up one morning, and there was, like, a Radio Shack exploded on his porch. Um, Yep. I don't know what it is. I'm sure that my psychiatrist could give me, like, an actual word for it. Um, But there's been times during my life where I've met kids that kind of need to pick me up. And I put together like a box of cool stuff for them. Um, and I don't know if their parents are comfortable with me talking about uh, how I've mysteriously helped them out. And don't ask for anything in return. Uh, it's just kind of, I know what it's like to be that nerdy kid that is down on his luck. And the thought that like, if I could comp- provide them with something that I'm very good at finding and that would make their day better, I'm going to do that. So I don't have a hustle like Josh does, like Mike does. So Mike, you're a very talented artist. 
Josh, you're a very talented sculptor. Um, you guys can use your powers to help raise money for Hard Crate. All I can do is put together amazing crates. So Hard Crate is going to be sending me some boxes, like official Hard Crate subscription box type. You can kind of picture that box shape mm -hmm. that a like loot crate would come in. And uh, then they're going to give me a kid. And I'm going to go out there and I'm going to fill it up. My goal is to give each kid something to read, something to wear, and something to play with. Um, having said that, I don't know what kind of kid I'm going to get. I don't know if I'm going to have a choice of kids to pick from. I don't know. But uh, because it's clearance season, I have gone out there like an absolute crazy person and got just-in-case stuff. A lot of just-in-case stuff. Um, so if we get a kid that's in the Batman. I have two Batmans and two Joker figures because I found out the Burlington Code Factory is selling the Spin Masters Batman stuff. Um, nice. If your kid's into wrestling, I got wrestlers. Is your kid into Transformers? Guess what? I bought Transformers. I bought BotBots. Uh, I've got a stack of trade paperbacks that if your kid's into Batman or Deadpool or anything else, guess what? I'm throwing a trade paperback in there that I have been sitting on this giant stack forever uh, as gifts for Teresa that I never gave to her because she really wasn't into comic books like I thought she was. Uh, so I've just been picking them up over the years at um, Holly's Bargain Outlets. Mm -hmm. um, I've got Undead Unicorns, Power Rangers. Uh, I'm trying to cover as much of the spectrum as I can, and if I find it for cheap... Like cheap, cheap, like 90% off cheap, which because of my job, I go all over the place and I find these Walmarts and these Targets and these Walgreens that are just practically throwing shit away. I'll pick it up and either I'm sitting on it for giveaways or I bought it recently um, by going to places like City Trends, which is a store most white people are scared shitless of going to, but not me. And you walk in there and you find like, an eight pack of bot bots for five bucks. Of course, I'm going to buy it. Uh, uh, it's funny that you say that because the Transformers forums really are just all like, oh my God, they're all in such bad areas. I don't feel safe going there. I pulled into a parking lot and someone came near my car. I pulled right back out. <laughs> yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll get to city trends and calm your white ass down. You'll be fine. Um, <laughs> So I have a lot of stuff and I'm forgetting a lot of stuff because there's so much and it's just fun. It's it's a way for me to focus my nerdy OCD towards something that's going to help somebody else out. And I like that a lot. So um, we're just going to see. I'm waiting here. I have bugged Mike at Heart Crate way too much. So I'm just going to kind of step back and let things unfold in their own time. Uh, Heart Crate. Wants to be something bigger than they are. And they kind of, they're going to need as much exposure and as much help as they can get. And Josh asked the Rad Pantheon people to help out where they can. And this being a show primarily devoted to toys, who better to help? Absolutely. So that's what we're going to be doing. Um, and I have no more news because haven't heard anything. Don't have a kid yet. I don't have boxes uh hopefully soon and it'll be like a segment on the show where i say 
okay, I got this for Kid X this week because they're into Pokemon. Whatever. I'm literally grabbing things that kids like that are nerdy out of the ether and throwing them out there as buzzwords. I really don't know. I mean, it might be a kid that's into rocks and I'm going to fill a box of rocks. I, I don't know. Um, but these are kids that are disadvantaged. Something bad happened to them, whatever. And uh, we're going to do what we can to make their lives a little better. So heart crates. And uh, as soon as I have more official stuff, look for promotion on the Facebook, on the Twitter, on the Instagram, everything else that I'm supposed to be doing that I casually do to promote the show. Um, are you guys ready for show and tell? Indeed. Oh, yeah. Do you guys want to start and I'll close it out because I got even more stuff today. Um, <laughs> Mike, I, yeah, let Mike kick it off. Alrighty. Well, I, I actually got a little too much this week as well. Um, <clears throat> well, first things first, I got another black series figure. Uh, I got the, uh, Q nine zero, uh, droid. And it's just one of those things. It was like, it's a cool looking robot. So why not? Um, and I really like it. Uh, I got another Fortnite guy who was on uh, the Amazon warehouse clearance finds. It's um, I forget his name, but it's it's the guy that's dressed up in the uh, the like skeleton costume. You guys know who I'm yep. talking about? Yeah, yeah. It's the the all white version of him instead of the black and white version. Or well, it's it's got it's the reverse, I should say. It's white with black bones. Um, and then he came with like a drop ship of of random weapons. So you got like the. Uh, the translucent weapons and like a skateboard and some other random stuff. Then I found uh, a couple of the micro legendary series that Josh was talking about. I got uh, zero, which is the little fire dude. And I think it's, is it carbid or something like that? I forget the, the armored looking guy. Carbide. Carbide. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, I got the two of them and they're a lot of fun. I, I, I have one tiny, tiny complaint and that's that they have no elbow swivel. And I think that, that only bugs me because I'm so used to the mega constructs guys who have the little elbow swivel as well as the bend. So I keep wanting to turn their arms and I'm like, oh, wait, it don't turn that way. So it's just I'm not used to them not having that. They they give me a, a feeling of like the earlier mega constructs. Blind yeah. bags. Is that is that a good assessment? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. They are a lot of fun, though. They're they're fun little minifigures. And um. Actually, I haven't been uh, able to, to put them down. I keep messing with them with the uh, the raw ten shark because they're small enough for him to eat. <laughs> so <laughs> he keeps eating them. And then uh, I, I got something that I know all three of us got, but the uh, classified GI Joe classified bat, um, as well as Alley Viper. I know Josh, you got him, but had to return yours. Yeah, unfortunately, I will say this: um, there's two two things that bug the crap out of me. With uh, the Alley Viper. Uh, Mike, I know this is going to be something on your list. The fact that he can't hold all of his weapons. I, he gets an extra gun. Yes. And it, it's cool and it bothers me. Tell me if you agree with this. He has pretty much everything the original Alley Viper has. Yep. He's almost like a one-for-one one remake of Alley Viper. And he's got an extra gun. I was mad about it at first, but then I realized I have G.I. Joes that have crappy futuristic weapons. Right. That need regular guns. And then I stopped being mad about it. See, and that's the thing. Like, I don't mind extra weapons. I just wish maybe I got spoiled by the 25th anniversary and Pursuit of Cobra line. I I wish he had an area to clip that gun onto his backpack. 
because that was one thing Hasbro really did well with those two lines with 25th and, and Pursuit of Cobra is if a character came with a crap ton of guns, they had places on their person to carry their gear. So whether it was like a holster or like, you know, some kind of uh, carrying case, they had something you could put all their gear in. And I always enjoyed that. So it's one of those things. I just wish they had like one extra peg on his backpack to clip it on. But the other thing is his visor is made out of really thin plastic. Yeah. Like ridiculously thin. It feels very cheap. Um, Which is stupid because like, you know, this is what the seventh time they've made an alley viper and all the previous versions you know the it was just a nice little piece of hard plastic like it it just feels weird that it's so cheaply made um and then my beef that i was complaining to you guys about in the message i hate the classified hips i absolutely hate them i don't understand why they have the the weird drop down barbell Instead of just like the way the Power Rangers and Black Series and Fortnite guys have their hips. Like, I don't understand why why they decided to go with this, but it's weird. It's like you move their leg and suddenly their hip looks like it's out of joint. I think it's for balance or they just tried it as like a, like a homage to the older G.I. Joes. I, I and, hate it. And kept it in there. I don't mind it because... I kind of need to shift the weight on my guys sometimes to get them to stand properly. Is that Dr. Muir Vincent? I'm not sure, but one of them is deciding to yell. (laughs) But yeah, it just, it bugs the crap out of me. Cause like, I'll be, be posing them around and suddenly it just like, I I see their hip come out and all I can think of is, Oh, my hip, you know, it's like, damn it. I got to put the hip back in place. I like it with the females. Cause you can kind of do that. Like hip to the side, like the, 45 degrees stand. Yeah, but still. That's cool. Yeah. Um, the G.I. Joe's stand a little better than Power Rangers. Ah, um, it, just, it bugs the crap out of But me. I don't dynamically pose the G.I. Joe's. Right. Except for Snake Eyes. So, whatever. Yeah. Um, see, I'm I'm just talking about playability. Yeah. <laughs> like, it bothers me when posing them around. Uh, but I also got uh, the McFarlane Blight and uh, Shriek. And they are freaking awesome. <laughs> like, I really love those figures. Uh, Who Shriek, do you like more? Shriek. Me too. Yeah. He, no, like, he's, he's cool as hell. The only thing I'd add to Shriek is a way to get his wrist all the way up. But I don't think yeah. he ever did on a cartoon. He's... So, see, I don't really remember... Yeah, I don't remember him posing like that in the, in the cartoon either. But, I mean, as far as just, like, a, a posable, fun, cool sci-fi figure, like, he hits all the boxes. And I'm honestly impressed with the range of motion. Because, like, McFarlane is kind of known for having shitty articulation, and even when he does do good articulation, there's always some kind of problem with it. And, yeah, I'm impressed as hell with this figure. Same Same thing with Blight. Like, I'm really impressed with him as well, but... That Shriek figure is just badass. Yeah, like... Um, I mean, I don't have a ton of the McFarlane superhero stuff. The only other one that I have that felt like just very, very poseable was Batman Beyond. But he's not a busy sculpt. Mm -hmm. It's just the basic body, and there's not a lot going on. So I think that's why. Yeah. I haven't bought many of the the DC figures from from McFarlane. Like, I have... um, I have the scarecrow figure that you gave me from that uh, 
that like end of the world Batman story. I forget the name of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the last night. Yes, that one. Yeah. I have him. I have uh, Etrigan, which I bought on a whim because he was like, you know, seven ninety nine on the warehouse finds. Um, and he's a cool figure, but he he has the same problem that many McFarlane toys have had since the dawn of McFarlane toys, where he's got very spiky armor. And it kind of hurts to pose him sometimes. <laughs> yeah. The the predator syndrome. <laughs> yes. It's like, oh, ow, I don't like to bend that. Um, but yeah, I, I really, really like those figures. They're very impressive to me. And the last thing I got is I, I took another chance on uh, Joy Toy figures. Mm-hmm. And I bought a three-pack of these, like, weird space marine-looking dudes. Now, they're great-looking. They, they look amazing. Right out of the package, two of them like have it. They have like these jetpacks on. Two of them, the the thrusters broke right off out of the package. Oh no! Ooh. So I, I I cleaned it up. I super glued it back together. It's fine now. Um, they pose great, <clears throat> but they feel very fragile. And it's like this is this is my last venture into Joy Toy because it's like I had an Amazon gift card and I had Amazon reward points and I'm like so basically it's free. I think I spent like $5 on the three pack. Um, and yeah, again, setting them up, they look fantastic, but yeah, they're just, <laughs> they're very fragile and you want to play with them because they look so cool. But uh, they, they have a very like eighties anime sci-fi look to them. I'll, I'll send you guys some pictures, but I wish they were better made. I really do because the, the sculpts are gorgeous for the for the joy toy figures and um i'm really tempted by their mechs but after this i'm like i ain't gonna buy something bigger (laughs) it's not gonna happen i wouldn't risk it i mean in that damn amazon money it's just like yeah whoa it doesn't cost me anything and then you blow it yep so now you're stuck with a shit toy especially when there's like a a decently affordable uh jazzwares three and three fourth inch halo mech Right, and that's yeah. that's actually one of the ones I was looking at, and I'm kind of pissed that I didn't get that instead. But yeah, but that's that's all I got this week. I mean, I got a lot, but that's the that's the final one. Josh, what about you? Well, I'll start off with the one that all three of us got, and I'll I'll do my rave about it because it's uh, definitely my favorite of the week. I uh, actually no, I'll start. I'll I take that back. I'll start off with the Alley Viper. I did get the Alley Viper. Uh, about halfway through getting all of his gear on, his left arm completely snapped off of the socket. Uh, just, like, no way to repair it. So, he went back, which sucks, because I have not seen him since. Uh, and it's funny, too, because the day that I grabbed him, I saw him, like, everywhere. And now nothing. But, uh, yeah. So, I grabbed him, I grabbed the Cobra Bat, and I fucking love it i love it so much that i've cranked out a couple of custom parts for it already oh god josh <laughs> welcome back to the world of sculpting because those heads are beautiful yeah why thank you yeah the uh i i be, i wanted an even more battle damaged head than the one that it comes with i wanted more of the robot skull revealed which i have decided is the k2so head Mm-hmm. Partially because it actually does fit under the shape of the classified helmet. Um, 
cranked out a couple of the translucent chest plates so it can be true to the vintage toy. I love it. Uh, I have nothing bad to say about the figure whatsoever. Even like even the black chest plates that it comes with, mm-hmm. I I get it because it is an overall good look. And when you look at the tra- when you look at the translucent ones I did next to one another, you can't see a lot of the battle damage on the translucent one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I get their decision to go with a black chest plate. I am, however, disappointed to know that the uh, what is it, the uh, what's the next one? Uh, Python Patrol. Yeah. Uh, is not including the alternate battle damage pieces. Yeah, oh, that's weird. I didn't know that because my initial thought was I had two and I returned one, thinking that like, okay, I'll have. Because he's got the two profiles, you want to do like one with battle damage, one without battle damage. And I thought, okay, my Python Patrol will be my battle damage one, but he doesn't mm-hmm. have it. But I think I can just pop the battle damage parts onto the Python Patrol and it'll look fine. Yeah, I mean, I I just it was one of those things where it's like, okay, you have the parts, the figure is the same price. Right. Why is it not including these extra parts that you gave us for the same price? Yeah, so that, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so I got the Cobra Bat. Uh, I also got a couple of Fortnite guys. I just last night found two of the uh, micro legendary series. I finally found Zero, uh, nice. which is really the one that I've been hunting for because who doesn't want a little blue flame dude translucent minifigure? Uh, and as Mike knows, I am always a sucker for translucent minifigures. Oh, absolutely. Uh, with those Halo ones, it was always just like, wait, there's a translucent one? I need it. <laughs> um, so I got that. Uh, I, they also had the Dark Voyager, the little like black spacesuit guy. Oh, yeah, he's cool looking. Which uh, I love the larger versions of the Dark Voyager. I just like a creepy guy in a spacesuit that you can't really see the face of. So I'm all about that. Uh, and yeah, yeah, it's I I have the same minor nitpicks that Mike does, but overall, I really love the little guys. I feel like they fit right in with with Jazzwares overall quality of figures. Yeah. Uh, and I also found a couple of. Fortnite three and three fourth inch at Ross for four bucks a pop. And I couldn't pass them up. Uh, one of which I almost grabbed on Amazon many, many times. It's the spider Knight. Yeah. He's so cool looking. Yeah. It's, and he's one of the only ones that doesn't come with like a traditional looking pickaxe type thing. He comes with an ax mm-hmm. and the ax is covered in spider eyes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's just fun. I found him. I found, uh, I I think her name, I want to say Calamity, because I think it's a play on Calamity Jane. Oh, it's yeah, the, the cowgirl. The, yep, yeah, the cowgirl, who, uh, man, I am really, really impressed at the amount of intricate, unique sculpting on that figure. For one that I grabbed completely on a whim, it's just like, okay, she's a pretty badass little cowboy figure. Like, once you pull the jacket back a little bit, mm-hmm. her body, 
underneath is like decked out in cowboy fringe wear. Nice. And it's all intricately sculpted and painted. Yeah, Vince, Vincent is equally impressed. <laughs> Josh, uh, having been to both, let me ask you a question. What would you prefer to have if you could only have one? Ollie's or Ross? Ross. Hands down, Ross. Okay. But Ross doesn't have quantity. It has quality, right? Yeah. And I will I will give Ollie's one huge, huge advantage over Ross. Comics? Yes. Yeah. Comics and books. Uh, but to trade it off, Ross has a decent electronic and pet section. Like, I've been able to get a couple of really, really good quality scratch posts on the cheap for the cats, so. Nice. But do they have almost expired food? <laughs> uh, they, they do not have almost expired food, but they do have, like, you know, you know when stores stock up on something for a holiday? Yeah. That their positive is going to, like, sell and just sits there? Ross gets those things in, like, right after the holiday. So they'll, uh, like, a lot of different, they are a good source for holiday hot sauces. Oh. Um, and they are not close to expiration. Sometimes the candy is. But, um, but yeah, and I also found, oh, what is the third one? It's uh, the the visitor? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's cool. He's a yeah, great figure. Cool, cool, giant, armored robot-looking guy. Again, four bucks, I wasn't going to pass him up. Um, I I just, I'm astounded at the frequency that we can find really good three and three-fourth inch Fortnite figures at discount stores for, yes, Vincent, for less than the price of the Fortnite minis that are out right now. Right. Like that. That's, that's just astounding to me. Wow, you know, they're they're just going crazy out there. I don't know what's up. I think there are birds on the balcony. <laughs> I'm tempted. There's a Ross dresser left. No, it's goddamn. It's like a good 45 miles out of my way while I'm working, and I hate to gamble and drive to a Ross dresser less and find nothing good. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, it's it is one of those hit or miss things. But there are certain times you can almost always guarantee they'll have decent toy stock, which is uh, around Easter. They always get like an Easter toy section. Um, they almost always have a summer toy section. And then starting really pretty much around Halloween, you'll start seeing them put out giant tables full of toys. Yeah, like... TJ Maxx and Marshalls, and you know they sort of do it, but not to the levels of Ross Dresser Less or Ollie's. Um, so cool. Anything else did you get? Josh? I'm, tr I'm, tr I'm trying to. Th I don't think I got. Oh wait, no, I did get something else, and uh, I I know why I forgot about it because it it angered me. <laughs> so. So, so, so buckle your, buckle your safety belts. Cause we're going to get ready for a rant here. I got the hex bugs 
junk bot big factory set on super clearance. Did you buy that already at Target and hated it? No, no, no. I I, I did not. I hated the price point of it. Ah, uh, okay. Um, but I found it. I it hit my it hit my minimum requirement. It went under ten dollars. Okay. Uh, or no, I'm sorry. I found it for eleven ninety nine, and it was close enough. I was like, yeah, okay. My thinking was, I would use the cardboard backing as a display for transformers or something. Right. I have so many problems with this set. Of so even for twelve dollars, I have so many problems with this set. First off, there's no clear instructions on what you're supposed to be pulling out. It's it's literally just a scavenger hunt. Uh, you have to pull out all of the plastic pipes and everything that are connected into it. Yeah. And then the robot parts are sometimes like hidden along the pipes. So they're connected as if they're part of the pipe system. So you have to disconnect like everything. So any hope of having of leaving those pipe connector pieces in place for a decent display piece is gone because you've got to pull everything out and then trying to figure out how the fuck to get them back in there is just an exercise in frustration i spent about 15 minutes like looking at it and being like well maybe i can connect them in this no no by the end i just took them all and i put them in a bag and i put them in a drawer because it was like no i'm i'm this is frustrating to me and what's even more frustrating is the plastic quality on all of those connector pipe pieces is not great. Yeah, sure, the joint quality for the robots is improved, but it doesn't fucking matter when you're including a bunch of shit quality plastic as your big, like, extra thing. It's like, oh, disconnect all the pipes and build this other thing. Well, you can't build the other thing because the pipes are all warped. That sucks. Like, okay, yes. They did exactly what they said. They improved the quality of the joints. The three robots that come with it absolutely hold together better than the first series. Uh, you can kind of pose them better. They're not constantly popping apart when you try and pose them. Uh, I didn't notice personally any stress marks on the pieces because I was looking for it. Uh, so yeah, yeah, great job in improving the quality of the robots. Everything else in the set is shit. I, Not worth like, $11, I'm guessing. I really, really want to like the cardboard display backdrop. But the fact that it's cardboard and you have to pull so many things out of it and essentially hurt the integrity of the cardboard just frustrated me to no end with it. Um, so I got to say, got to say, Hexbug guys. Bravo on selling actual fucking junk for $50. Bravo. <laughs> I say selling, but, you know, I didn't actually see them sell anywhere. They just sat on shelves anywhere I saw them. But fucking bravo. Bravo for selling people a fucking box of trash. Well, they did call them junk bots. Yeah, they did. You, know. you but, were warned, but, Josh. It was right on the box. But that's the thing is, like, the robots are improved. 
So I, I can give them that one small point of like, yeah, okay, you say new and improved joint system, and they do work better. It's stronger plastic. They all plug in better. Everything seems to fit better. Oh, and I'm sorry. The other thing that I will give it is they did improve the robot instructions. Now, instead of a little black and white piece of paper, you get a little full color piece of paper that on the back details all the parts you need. Eh, I'm done. So I'm not going to be. I will applaud them for their attempted improvements on the line. Well, also completely slamming them on uh, everything else being fucking shit. <laughs> Fuck you, junk box. Fuck you. <laughs> you know why this Are... happened? LeBron James. I swear. I swear. This is fucking Warner Brothers is behind this shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is the sub the sub name for this line is junk box. Space Jam 3, the junk is back. <laughs> Wave fucking 3 is going to include robot LeBron James. I, you know, I bought them and I was just like, I didn't want these as much as I thought. You know, so I, I, I love the concept. It is a really strong concept. Um, really poor execution. Yeah. yeah. Um, you guys that is to... that is my junk bots rant. Fuck you, junk bots. There goes our sponsor. Uh, so after having weeks of not much and making jokes about the days, etc., I got way more than I was expecting. Uh, to the point where I had to like triple check my bank account as I was buying this stuff. Uh, today. I finally found the Eternals Marvel Legends figures clearanced. Like, for whatever reason, Target and Walmart had just been sitting on them forever. Um, and I finally found all but two. Um, so I need Druig and Thena. And I have a complete set, but they're 10 bucks each. Thena is a Target exclusive. And for whatever reason, Target's not clearancing them. They're just either pulling them off the floor entirely or just dumping them on a shelf. Oh, uh, that's so, I mean, come to my target. They are uh, five eighty nine. Yeah, that hasn't hit the northeast yet. I don't know why. There um, is an entire end cap full of them. Uh, five five eighty nine each, and they're still not moving. Fuck. Yeah, it's really weird to me. Um, I feel like they're trying to see if they can get like a wholesale clearance company to get them instead of selling them at such a loss. Like, does Ali's want them? I don't know. Um, but I need the two and then I have the complete wave. It's a movie where it's like, if they didn't make the figures, I'd be very happy because it, it doesn't seem like it needs toys, uh, which Josh, you've said before, but because they made them, it's like, yeah, yeah, I, I'll get Icarus and, you know, then I got to build the whole damn build a figure and all that mess. Um, I picked that up. I got the... Castle Grayskull accessory set from the He-Man convention. Um, He-Man Rick was holding on to it for me, and I finally picked it up. Let me tell you, that spacesuit is awesome. Yeah, it is. It is a very fun to play with toy. Like, I did not expect it to be as fun as it is. 
Um, I haven't taken Castle Grayskull out yet and put the basement, like the trap, in there yet to kind of just have it be where it's supposed to be. And I haven't put um, the fart ghost of Grayskull accessory in the castle yet, but it's really cool. And I got to look at and touch the Horde 4 pack, which is awesome. The The packaging is nuts. It kind of like forms into this like a flat disc and caves in on itself. It's a lampshade. Yeah, it, it's like a weird lampshade. It's really cool. Um, I thought it was awesome, but again, I'm I'm going to wait. Like, I don't need two Grizzlers. I don't need two Hordax. I don't... I would like a bunch of different colored Horde Troopers, but I'll live, uh, considering the price that they are. I got... Let me see. I got the Cobra Bat and the Alley Viper, like we all did. Uh, same complaints, honestly. My only nitpick about the bat is the web gear is separate and it doesn't sit straight on his hip on the Cobra bat. And it just looks a little off to me. Um, and I also, I'm kind of upset that they're moving away from redesigns of these characters to kind of make them look slightly newer. And now they're just going with straight up retools of what they look like classically. It must be because of the sales I'm guessing. Yeah, but I would have liked a newer looking vat bat and like a newer looking alley viper like they did with Major Blood. It seems like they're being picky now with who they're doing it to because you've got Stalker looks like a redesign. But then you get like Spirit Iron Knife is just straight up spirit. Same thing with uh, Outback. And then they're doing the retro carded characters, which look like, you know, it's that's gung ho, just bigger. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'd like some surprises, but yeah, I don't know why the Cobra Bat doesn't have a clear chest plate. I don't know why its claw doesn't open, uh, but otherwise it's a perfect toy. Like I would not change a thing about it. It's tons of fun to play with and you don't realize it until it's a bigger figure, but the Alley Viper is really busy. Yeah. There's a lot of crap going on and like, how does he move around with like a backpack with a grappling gun, another machine gun? grenades a vest knives everywhere and he's bright orange and blue and a shield <laughs> oh that's the other thing i meant to mention with the shield i hate the shield it's I a picture to get on i had to pull the hand off slide the shield on and put the hand back on yeah which is a pain in the ass um i found and got lucky i got the frankenstein Raphael from NECA. i haven't opened it yet but it looks awesome and for less than 40 which I expected it to be 50. Yeah, to I'm be surprised. honest, it's a really, really nice looking figure. Uh, I found the Kessler Wolf at FYE, which I wanted to find at a retail because I was afraid that there'd be something wrong with it. But it's pretty simple. And it's finally like the first time you get a good look at the, the Kessler Wolf itself. And it looks a little weird. Like I haven't opened it yet, but I'm kind of worried about it standing correctly and changing the head without breaking anything because it's got that pointy parts syndrome. Mm-hmm. that um, I'm worried about it, like, ripping my skin up when I'm trying to take the head off. He comes with the closed mouth on. I want the open mouth. Um, I have a guest appearance from my daughter. We got this for charity. Oh, cool. Thank you. You want to leave him on the table for me? I'll put one in the, my chair. Okay. You want to say hi? No. You don't want to say hi on the podcast? <laughs> okay. Thank you. 
My daughter bought some fidgets. Hopefully that we get a kid that likes poppets. Poppets the, the little push the button thing, not poppets like the anal dilation drug. Um, <laughs> what else did I grab? I so I'm donating I, those poppets. Awesome. I picked up the black generic Andros Power Ranger just to play with, and he's awesome. Once you get the black helmet on him and take off his weird bathrobe, he's cool. Um, I found the McFarland Flayed one on clearance. Picked him up for 13 bucks at a Go Calendar game store. And I uh, haven't opened him yet either, but he's just a robot wearing human skin with, you know, scissor hands. I don't know why you wouldn't like him. Um, and lastly, I picked up the War for Cybertron Soundwave at City Trends. So if you don't know what City Trends is, if you're white, I want you to sit down and clench your butt cheeks together. So here we go. If you can picture TJ Maxx, Marshalls, Ross, Dress for Less, uh, Ollie's, and Burlington Coat Factory. Those types of stores that have clearance clothing and then sometimes they get toys. Take those and put them in an urban environment, inner city. You have city trends. City trends, for whatever reason, has gotten weird, really old Transformers stock. And some old Marvel, just Hasbro stuff that's like and upwards of 10 years old at hilarious discounts. And every store is just getting random stuff. So we kind of hinted at it earlier, but I picked up the Soundwave. They have, not Fort Max, um, Josh. Uh, Metroplex. The biggest. Not not just Metroplex, but the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Metroplex with better deco. Yeah. So that's popping up at some of them. There is a San Diego Comic-Con Dinobot set that has a buildable cardboard base and chromed-out Dinobots from the movie. Uh, There is Shockwave's Lab. That's showing up. The Primal Prime with the throne that can put all the weird headmasters in it from War of the Primes. Uh, And then literally random, like, it looks like it's mostly the build a vulture wings wave of Marvel Legends. Uh, Random smaller Transformers. Lots of cheap BotBots if you want cheap BotBots. Power Rangers and very random Star Wars stuff. Like, very, very random. Um, I've seen Rebels vehicle packs. uh, The high-end lightsaber replicas. the Fisher Price big Star Wars sets that have like the ATST Walker, like the Ewok set mm. for like 20 bucks. But here's the thing you've got to actually get out of your car and go inside of City Trends, which you may be a little scared because you're like, I'm white boy and I'm going into City Trends, but nobody, you're fine. Just fucking relax. Just nobody's go. Gonna, just go. Nobody's going to kill you. Nobody's buying these toys but you. Go get them. Uh, I check City Trends twice a year because I've checked there in the past and they kind of just had action figures. You know, you never know what you're going to find. And But this is the first time where they actually got something exclusive and cool. Um, that Soundwave is one of the only toys I opened up and he's really cool, but he doesn't turn into the tape deck, which I kind of knew when I bought him, but it's Soundwave, and it was $20. I couldn't help myself. 
and I didn't realize he didn't come with the tape. So in the mail today, I got uh, Ravage to go inside of him because it just feels weird having Soundwave with no tape inside of him. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted Laserbeak, but he was a little too expensive from that two pack that came out a few years ago. Um, but he's his robot mode is perfect. Like I have zero complaints. I I'm a little upset you can't store both batteries on his shoulders. That's my only complaint. Yeah, he's him shock. Pretty much all of those siege figures that like turned into whatever vehicles. Yeah, I gave a pass on because their their robot modes were so damn strong. Yeah. yeah. And it's just cool. It's Soundwave. Like, you can't complain. Uh, I saw... Yeah, that was it for, like, that kind of class Transformers. And I'm tempted to keep going back, but I just don't want to be, like, weird white guy that walks in, looks at the toys and leaves. Uh, so I don't know if it's, like, that's all they're getting or if there's going to be more down the road. But uh, it's pretty cool. You know, if you want, like, a little teeny section with some good toys... Check them out. You're not going to be disappointed. Uh, Other stuff I picked up that I forgot. I got the Spin Masters Joker figure because I found it at Burlington Coat Factory for five bucks, which is a great price. They have it's that like beast wave, but it's two Batman's Joker and Superman. They are the ones that I've seen. And the Superman that I've seen, the plastic is like melting. I don't know what the hell's going on. But it's armored Batman, regular Batman, regular Joker. So I don't know if these are like weird factory defects or if they're from like overseas or something. But if you want a good three and three quarter figure at a good price, check out uh, Burlington Coat Factory. Seems like they're just getting weird stuff that missed the Christmas drop time. Mm. Uh, Lastly, I got a big shipment from a company called Retro Agogo. So... I needed an excuse to get these. My excuse was Mike's birthday is coming up. So I was like, oh, I'll get some stuff for Mike. And then I can get the rest of the stuff for me and I'll get the free shipping. Little did I know Mike has a complete collection already. (laughs) Uh, Retro Go-Go kind of specializes in Halloween decor. In the retro style, like it looks like you're getting a vintage Halloween mask that people would hang on their walls now as decoration or like paper people. So, like, you know, the skeleton with a a funny hat, a witch, a cat, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Uh, Stuff that I'm sorely missing from my collection, but, Mike, you've already got. But for the price you're paying, they have a scratch and dent sale going on. And by scratch and dent, I mean, like, little teeny tiny minor imperfections for amazing prices. I couldn't resist. Um, Sometimes it's just the packaging. Yeah, like, I'm not keeping it in the box. Why would you keep it in the box? Right. Yeah, no, I'm hanging it up on my wall. Yeah, oh, totally. Um, So I picked up for myself a Frankenstein mask, Bride of Frankenstein mask, and Creature from the Black Lagoon, which they're scratch and dent, which is like, I've looked at all of them, and I I found like a little paint paint fleck on a cheek on one of them, and I was like, you can't even see this. So I don't know what what the deal is. Um, They have bigger jumbo-sized masks that are like 18 inches. and they had a batch that didn't have holes punched in them or they didn't have any hangability, so they were cheaper. And I was like, okay, I could totally just find a way to hang it. And I got this big pink ghoul Frankenstein thing. It looks awesome. 
Um, and they have just individual paper people that are bagged. And I picked up Bride of Frankenstein and the Astro Creep because they just look awesome. And I need more clutter in my house of cool decorations and things like that. So, well, those um, little those little paper decorations actually come with the little mini masks. They have just the paper decorations individually too. Yeah, no, I know, but I mean, like, if you get the mini mask, you also get the paper person of that mask. Shit, now I have duplicates. Um, <laughs> well, no, because like I, that's that's how I got mine. Like, because I bought. Uh, the initial first wave of the mini masks, like the the Frankenstein bride, the the cat, the skeleton, the um, Astro zombie, all of those guys. And uh, I got the little paper people with each of those. And then I got uh, I haven't hung them up yet, but this this past uh, Christmas, they did a, a, a sale. Um, it's like I think it was Cyber Monday is when they did it. Um, but I got the new Wolfman and Gilman mini masks. Um, and then I have the the giant Gilman mask that I bought at a previous scratch and dent sale and the giant uh, like magic cat. It's the cat with like the little like witch's hat thing on it. Um, I got both of those hanging up in my living room. I, I bought that uh, that cat initially at a convention and I freaking loved it. I wanted to get they had a Mars attacks one that I, I was going after and somebody else bought it before me. Um, <laughs> but I got the. Uh, I got the cat, which was my my second choice, and I and I love him. You know, they're just decorations, like Halloween masks, that kind of stuff, are hard to find unless you're getting them right when they come out at like Spirit Halloween, and they're not really vintage. There's not like any kind of thought put into the artwork of them, right? But these guys specialize in making them. Um, and you might be a little like put aback by their shipping costs, but when you get the box, you realize how carefully everything is packed because yeah. this is vacuum formed plastic. You have to pack everything very carefully in a giant box or it's going to arrive crushed. Like you cannot promise that FedEx, USPS, UPS isn't going to crush your box because they're going to. Because let's face it, you know, metal delivery guys have it hard enough. You ask them to take care of your very specific package and hold it with like gentle hands. It's not going to happen. Nobody's paid that much. Right. Um, so these guys go out of their way. The box I got was huge. It was packed with care and like everything is immaculate. And I just can't wait to decorate my house and wait for another sale. Or probably I'm just going to go buy more stuff. Um, they just got like the Bella Lugosi collection up. Uh, and I'm really, really tempted for a white zombie mask. Because it's Belagosi. Like, how can you not want that? But uh, or more giant masks because those are awesome too. I just have to find wall space, or as long as my wife doesn't kill me, ceiling space. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're sweet. So if you got some spare money, check out retroagogo.com. They are awesome. And I didn't just do this because I'm gonna send it to them in the hopes that they're gonna be like, oh, thank you for matching us. Here's a box of free stuff. I would never do that. I am not that shameless. Okay. <laughs> Throwing it out there. Uh, so that is our massive, massive, massive show and tell. Um, are you guys ready for a special message from somebody? Of course. I'm always ready for special messages. <laughs> oh, gosh. I wasn't expecting that. Well, <clears throat> sit back an old friend of the show has come back to 
send us a special message from Neverland Ranch, where he currently resides in the dresser of one Mr. Michael Jackson. <laughs> Ignorant. Um. <clears throat> How you doing? I, I feel like it's been forever. It has, Timmy. It's been a while. Uh, you know, like maybe time passes differently when you don't have a skull, but you know, woo! I have been on a roller coaster and a tilt a whirl, and that they try to put me on those swings, but I, I just kind of flopped out and <sighs> uh, splatted on the pavement. But I, I'm better now. Uh, so, guys, you know, I thought like. Eh, uh, like maybe I I should look into some sort of passive income because the uh, the cat's out of the bag that I'm actually a young adult and I'm not a little boy without bones. Uh, I still have no skeleton, but I'm older than I look. Uh, 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 sorry, my organs are moving around. It, it, uh, so guys, I'm on cameo. Can you believe it? Oh, wow. You're, That's pretty cool. Cameo, but but what about OnlyFans? What? No. I would never steep that low. I am a man of integrity, Joshua. Okay, so, okay. Guy, guys, Josh. Josh. Timmy. Uh, 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 uh. So, Josh, for the low, low price of $49.99... I took a penny off, so it's not $50. I will call you personally and wish you a happy birthday. I will congratulate you on the birth of your new child. Or maybe you want an announcement about the new circumcision that you got. Or, uh, I don't know. You know, maybe you want to talk. I'll, I'll call you and I'll say, hey, this is Timmy. Timmy Thomerson. From the Boy Without Bones Foundation. And I'd like to say, Happy Pot Mitzvah. Can can you help read the Torah? How you like my Hebrew? Oh, I thought you were just clearing your throat. No, no, that's only mildly offensive, right? Yeah. Uh, well, and, I mean, I, I used to Mel Brooks joke along with it, so. You know, like... And if you want me to endorse your business, it would be $499.99. And I will announce the opening of your new adult bookstore. Or you know, perhaps you make dildos out of your garage. Right, Josh? Josh? Yeah, uh, you know, I Josh? would like to hear, I know where your money comes from, Josh. Josh. I would like to hear Timmy advertise the Megatoyplex, which is... Uh, more dildos than you can imagine. Hey, everybody. This this is Timmy Thomerson here to tell you that if you need sexual aids, a rubber fist, a double-dong dildo, or perhaps a remote-control vibrator on wheels, you in should the shape go of to, Godzilla. In the shape of Godzilla. It shoots sparks out of its penis head. You should come down to the Mega Toyplex. On Route 17 in Austin, Texas. Go to the counter and ask for the Josh special. And they'll give you a special snack on your way out. Yeah. Open Tuesday to Saturday. 
from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Yeah. They still sell VHS tapes there. It's pretty exciting. They do. If you're an old school pervert like me, they've got everything you need. Okay. Uh, The VHS tapes are sticky. I'm going to go. I'm going to sit back and just watch the money come in. Guys, Mike? Yes. Yes, Timmy. Why why aren't you talking, Mike? 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 Michael? Mikey? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, Timmy. Miguel? How come you're not Miguel Alvarez? (laughs) Uh, It's a good question. I have to ask my parents. Okay. Well, I got to go now. Okay. Uh, Bye. Bye, Timmy. <clears throat> is that a place? <laughs> it actually is. You weren't you weren't far off from the location, but it's twenty four hours. They're always twenty four hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys ready for the news? Of course. All right. Which means it's time for me to go. That's right. It's time for the news. First out, right out the door, Ramen Toys, a company I've never heard of before, is making Silverhawks figures. Uh, right off the bat, these are sublicensed from Super 7. So I guess Super 7 has the rights to that scale of figure for Silverhawks. Like, I didn't know there was a demand for Silverhawks. Uh, but it's the 112 scale, which is six inches. Uh, and it looks amazing compared to what Super 7's doing. So this is kind of a modern reimagining of what uh, is this Tallyhawk? Who is this character? Let me, Quicksilver would look like. You know, there's more detail in the armor, things like that. It's actually shiny silver instead of just gray plastic. It looks really cool. It's ninety bucks. Oof. It's coming out in a few months. Take it for what it's worth. Uh, I won't be getting it, but hey, they're making it. That's cool. Um, and Super 7 was nice enough to kind of share in the love. Mezco, if you missed the first Conan the Barbarian, is making Conan the Destroyer, which is essentially Conan the Barbarian with some new accessories and a new head packed in. And he comes with a Barbarian accessory pack with some extra heads and accessories that you can put on your other uh, Mezco figures in that scale. What the hell are they called? Um, the One Collective. Yes, the 112 Collective, where they have like their own in-house guys that you can buy. They're just buck bodies with cool heads. Now there's barbarian heads you can throw on there. It's pretty cool. I'm one and done with Conan. I don't need any more, and I don't want to wait three years to get this. Um, Hasbro has got Indiana Jones back. Uh, should we care? I don't know. There's rumors that they're going to be making 7-inch scale stuff. With the movies, the three and three quarter stuff didn't really fly off the shelves. I don't know if this you know, is a good idea. I feel like a, a big issue with the three and three fourth stuff was entirely that they they focused on the new movie as opposed to the classic waves. So by the time they were on the classic movies that anyone cared about, the shelves were just full of Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, yeah. I completely yeah. agree. Like by the time. Um, Temple of Doom came around, you couldn't find it. Yep. Yeah, and that was the one I was most excited for. Like, Same. even as the line was dead, if I could have found a Mullerum or a Willie Scott, I would have bought him. Yeah. 
And then is it like culturally sensitive to make a short round Marvel Legends? Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> Food for thought. <laughs> I mean, it's it's fine. Um, I just don't know if there's enough meat on the bone. Like, I think they should just skip Crystal Skull. Entirely. Yeah. Uh, maybe the Crystal Skull alien, but I don't and I don't want an old Indiana Jones figure. Call me crazy. Uh, like, I don't need old Harrison Ford doing things on my toy shelf. <laughs> Honestly, I think the the only the only Crystal Skull figure that I, I might be down for is uh, John Hurt. Yeah. Yeah. OK. I'm sorry. You said old Harrison Ford on your toy shelf doing stuff. And all I pictured <laughs> is this Indiana Jones throwing other action figures off the sofa. Get off my damn shelf. Get off my damn shelf. Um, yeah, I just don't know. Is there going to be a Build-A-Figure component? It just, it kind of like, I'll buy an Indiana Jones. Okay. But I don't need, like, the mechanic. You know, I'll buy, like, Tot with a melted face. Like, it, I'm going to be picky, and I think a lot of people are going to be picky. Um, you know, considering the price of toys lately, uh, which these will be as an upwards of twenty five dollars, I'm guessing. See, but it's a oh, go ahead. Oh no, no, go for it. I say it's a beloved property, but I don't really know many people that have ever really clamored for Indiana Jones toys, like outside of Indiana Jones and maybe a handful of specific characters. Yeah, it seems like it's a hard thing to sell like an entire line of. Okay, I'm I'm going to get ridiculous here because I this is my list of Indiana Jones figures I would buy with absolutely no question. Like see it on the shelf and it's just like, "Yep, that's coming home." Uh obviously Indy. Yeah. Marion. Mm-hmm. Marion no question. Uh Marcus Brody. Yeah. Call me crazy, but I would take Marcus Brody in a heartbeat. Uh Sala yeah. Oh, John Reese Davies in action figure form? Yes, please. Yep. Uh, Belloc? <laughs> yep, no question. Tote? Yep, no question. Uh, Monkey Assassin? Probably. Yeah. Mo- yeah. Moving on to Temple of Doom? Molarum? Definitely. Yep. Willie Scott? Definitely. Short Round? Definitely. Lao Che? Definitely. Lao Che's goon, who's who Indy sets his arm on fire? Definitely. Molarum <laughs> has to come with a burning heart. Oh, he has to. Yeah. And I hope I wasn't the only one as a kid that tried to rip his sibling's heart out while <laughs> chanting. Um, oh God, I know what the victim says. He goes, oh, Nam Shibai. Oh, Nam Shibai. Oh, Nam Shibai. Uh, oh, man, what is it? Kalima Shakti. Yes, Kalima Shatido. And then you try to rip your brother's heart out. Or you play hide the soul. And he yep. time down with some, some jump rope and put a sock in his mouth. <laughs> but then but then even on to uh, Last Crusade, like, I'd buy Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. I'd buy Ilsa. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd buy a youngie from the flashback. Uh, Walter Donovan, no question. All right, Josh. The Grail Knight? Totally. Yep. You know what needs to be coming from this movie? They'd never do it, but I would be super excited because I wanted this figure for a long time. Hitler. Yep. 
because <laughs> I need Hitler to have Captain America punch him. And further to the point, Nazis. Nazi goons for Captain America to beat the crap out of. They made them, they made German soldiers in the three and three quarter line. So they're not beyond it, but I don't know if this would fly nowadays. Um, I feel like that's a hard sell. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the target would be like, no, nah, we're good. We don't need a Hitler figure. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what I do have that will never leave my personal collection of toys is what? the uh, incredibly hard to find uh, Nazi Cronin from Hellboy. I have with the coat. Uh, the coat and the hat that actually has the swastika on it. Yeah, I had it and it the knives on his wrist broke. I still have them. Which yeah, a shelf dive. I'm not sure where the hat for mine is, but I've still got him the hat. It's still got all his detailed SS memorabilia on, and I'm still impressed that they produced that figure, even though it was very hard to find. It's a great figure. Um, all right, so maybe there's a market for these guys. Well, I we'll think the, the key there is like he is a a fictional insane clockwork undead zombie. Yeah. And help who is also is a Nazi. Movie. Yeah. Nazis are great villains. They're great. Like villains. I I feel like because he is a supernatural Nazi is why they were able to skirt the line and get away with it. Yeah, I agree. Um yeah, so I think there's maybe there's a market. We'll see. Um, I'm going to keep going with the news here. So they have showed off pictures of even more animated He-Man stuff. Prince Adam's figure images have dropped, and it's Prince Adam. It looks pretty cool. But the bigger news is Stratos has popped up in 12-inch form, and he's a complete redesign of what you think about Stratos. So he's more of a – he looks like Falcon – from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, more than a weird flying monkey person. Um, a lot of people hate it. I think it's cool. Call me crazy. I think it's pretty cool. Um, I'm yeah, excited I'm by it. It's like a change that I don't hate. Um, I picked this up too. I forgot to mention it. The new Battle Cat, which is uh, he has knees and elbows. Uh, it's not just sculpted to look that way. They actually bend, and he's a very, very awesome toy for 20 bucks. Um, I picked it up with the He-Man sale on Target.com, and I saw it in stores today. So um, he's pretty cool. I recommend getting him. He has, if you've seen the show, you know what he looks like, but he's got kind of a 2000X vibe um, with his look. They have announced that they are making a Masters of the Universe live-action movie, and it's coming direct to Netflix. Uh, it's got some fancy brothers as the directors and the guy they got picked to play Prince Adam slash T-Man looks the part. I'll give it a chance so far there. The Netflix T-Man stuff is two for two. I hope. I, I gotta say, I'm a little, I'm a little skeptical based on their, uh, the description they or the, uh, the synopsis they already dropped. I'm seeing if I can find it now. Oh yeah. It's He-Man or Prince Adam is an orphan. That finds out he's from the faraway land of Eternia, and he has to save it from the evil forces of Skeletor. Yeah. And then Netflix and these directors kind of go out of their way to defend the concept, saying that we have to have a modern reimagining and blah, blah, blah. 
Uh, it sounds like there's a lot of cues from the original Masters Universe movie where they're trying to set some of it during modern, you know, in modern America to save money. Yeah. Uh, but I can make the argument that Robert Rodriguez could make you a thousand times better movie on a tenth of the budget, shooting everything on green screen. So just saying. It's a matter of creativity from the directors and the producers. It's not budgetary. Uh, there are images up of Retro Baroness on the Retro card back using the like the classified scale. She has a new head. She's got a different paint scheme, and she's got some extra weapons. So if you missed the original Baroness that came with the motorcycle, this new one's pretty cool, and it's going to be 20 bucks. So, uh, Mike, I think you were thinking about getting Baroness. Yeah. I think this would be worth it. And the differences between the first release and this one are very, very slight. And she comes with one of the big guns that the first Cobra Trooper came with. Uh, like, it's like a sniper rifle. Oh, okay. It's pretty cool. Uh, her glasses are off in the packaging. You can put them on. She still has the two pistols. She's got a ton of stuff with her, which kind of gives you an idea of what these figures are going to be doing. Uh, so I'm excited about it. I won't be getting it because I only want one Baroness, and I thought be classified. The first one with the motorcycle is really cool. Um, Hasbro is back in the business. Mattel, sorry. Mattel's back in the business of doing vintage style. They call them Hasbros because that was the company that they came from. Wrestling figures. Uh, they did these a few years ago, canceled the line. Now they're back on MattelCreations.com. So these are the action feature heavy, very stubby five-inch scale wrestling figures so if you can oh, picture yeah. like hulk hogan would do a gorilla press that kind of thing where everybody had an action feature that was gimmicky yep they put a four pack up on sale with uh the only one you guys would recognize would be mean gene oracle and roddy piper and mr t and cowboy bob orton and it sold out in like three hours so they're doing another one later this year but it looks like that style is here to stay but it's going to be an online exclusive uh, Peacock, the streaming service that nobody really gets, is making a new series from Kevin Williamson called Dead Day that seems very similar to the old, remember Monsters, the TV show? Oh, yeah. There, One of the first episodes was one day out of the year, zombies can come out of the grave and cause problems, and a girl falls in love with the zombie. Uh, and it's, it's the ridiculous. Daughter. It's one of my favorite episodes from the series. It's the daughter from the Cosby show. Yep. It seems to be very similar to that. And it's Kevin Williamson. I don't know why I brought it up in the new zombie TV show. Hopefully they look cool. Um, McFarland is making critical role figures. I don't know what critical role is, but there's some sort of anime on Amazon. They got the rights. It's McFarland seems to be leaning heavy into anime stuff lately. Uh, the show seems like very heavily gimmicked into like, if you like anime, this is this is up your alley with like loud, boisterous characters, and I don't know, I I can't get my head wrapped around anime. I try. Um, beyond Gundam, I really don't get most of it. Yeah. Okay, Mega Constructs is doing a premium-sized Havoc staff that is an online exclusive, and that thing looks awesome. Yeah, they they showed that off at PowerCon. It's up for pre-order. My only complaint is it's all purple, which means it would be insanely hard to build. Um, Although Mega Constructs has been doing the thing with uh, that Lego does, so it does the uh, numbered bags. Oh, yeah. So 
hopefully that's a plus. Um, I need also color. here is here is an important message from the Vincent. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I you know I wish I had a cat. Um, yeah. So those are coming out. And last but not least, Premium DNA, the guys who made the awesome giant Madball figures, have announced Madballs versus Garbage Fell Kids. I am going to bring up the website and give you exact descriptions. These are super cool. I just don't know if I need them. So let me describe these to you guys. If you could picture Garbage Fell Kids, I am a huge, huge Garbage Fell Kids fan more so than mad balls but there are four two packs with the gimmick being a mad ball got in a fight with the garbage fell kid and these guys are beat the hell up screaming mimi who is the baseball with his tongue out fighting mouth fill mouth fill is like a series four garbage fell character of a guy with a bunch of baseballs in his mouth the premium dna figure comes with three different heads one is an exact match to the garbage fell kid one is a mouth with uh, well, the garbage book. kid had baseballs in his mouth. One is a mouthful of just screaming Mimi mad balls. And the other one is a variety of mad balls, three different heads, three different blood splatters on them. Uh, like they went out of their way and screaming Mimi is just beat up and bloody blood dripping out of his nose, his eye. It's crazy. Second one mugged Marcus, which is a uh, biker mad ball who was in the first assortment from premium DNA. Now he's beat up and actually I'm sorry. Bruce brother is the biker mad ball. He's fighting mugged Marcus who you guys are recognized as the garbage kid with the big foot stomp on his face. And he's all beat up. This is like a one for one representation of what that garbage kid would look like practically. Uh, Oculus Orbis in glow in the dark green colors and a swollen eye. Versus Darren Darren, who is the garbage fill kid covered in eyeballs. Oh, that's guys, creepy looking. If you can remember that. <laughs> yeah, and no, I'm looking at him right now, and that is freaking creepy. He's beat up, and his eyes are bleeding, and his glasses are broken. And this one comes with a canister of glow-in-the-dark slime. The last one is Cyclops, who is the Cyclops garbage fill kid who's beat up. Versus Hornhead, who is also beat up, and he comes with bandage accessories. This one's kind of cool because the back of Hornhead's head, his skull is cracked open, his brains are oozing out. Oh my god, that's so gross looking. Um, <laughs> they're awesome and they're pretty affordable. Eighty bucks for two guys with a ton of accessories, and like the first fifteen hundred pre-orders get a pack of garbage buckets, cards, and it's like, do I want these? Yes. Do I need these? No. Do I want a complete set of four? <laughs> For $300 and yeah, $319.96. And they ship the beginning of next year, which is probably the beginning of 2024. Yeah. Judging by their last batch. So it's like, do I want this and do I want to wait two years to get it? I don't know. Like, I love the gimmick of all of them. But I'm really torn if I want to jump on it. And I also don't want to have, like, fear of missing out. Uh, I don't want to regret this after the fact and hunt them down for more. You know, it's it's very, like, I don't know what to do. And the longer I wait, 
my window for getting a free pack of Garbage Pail Kid cards kind of goes out the window, uh, which would be important to me because <laughs> free Garbage Pail Kids. Come on. They're awesome. Who doesn't like Garbage Well, Pail? are they free or okay. are they $320? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to spend $320 for four Garbage Pail Kid cards in a wax pack. Um, so I might put a poll up like, should Mike buy it? And I'll put the picture up and I'll let people decide. That might be fun. And I'll do what I want either way. <laughs> say. Um, I'm going to say I'm probably not going to do this after like dropping a ton of money for Galactus. Um, having said that, like Oculus Orbis was an awesome figure and I have zero complaints about it, but I just don't know. Um, so that's the news. I've got more from Timmy. You guys want to hear from him? More from sure. Timmy. All right. <clears throat> Josh, 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 Timmy, Josh, Josh, Timmy, Josh, Timmy, 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 can I call you, Timmy, can we, can we talk on the phone, Josh, Josh, just, just give me your telephone number, Josh, no, Josh, Josh, why, why don't you call me, no, I, pick up the phone, Josh, (laughs) come on, Josh, can I call you, no, I, Josh, I have, I, I have an addiction problem. Okay, I'm painfully addicted to model airplane glue, and I need to feed my addiction with cameo. All right, so here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna call you, and we're gonna talk on the phone about life, and like, and Kirk Cameron, and and then and then um. You're gonna give me fifty dollars, okay? T- Timmy, I'm I'm Timmy. Timmy. Josh, Josh, Timmy, Josh. I'm I'm afraid I'm afraid I only use my telephone to obtain cocaine and hookers. I, I like cocaine and hookers. Josh, Michael Jackson has all kinds of powdery substances in his house, and I don't know if it's like talcum powder. For his testicles or what? But I can mail you some, and you could give me money, <laughs> and then I could go to Hobby Lobby and buy some glue and put it in a paper bag and get that sweet, sweet high that you only get from '70s airplane glue. Huh? You see, but but I have an addiction of my own. Are it's you called, addicted to love? It's called Transformers. Oh. And it's an expensive habit. You think you're done with it? And then you walk into the store. And you see a robot that turns into nothing. It turns into nothing. But you still have to buy it. Because it transforms. Oh god. I have a problem. Josh. Josh. It's okay. I'm going to pat you on the back with my flappy boneless arm. Okay. Oh Oh god. That feels nice to me. That feels nice. Josh, 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 Josh. Timmy. Here's, here's what I'm thinking. Why don't we have, like, an Empire Strikes Back adventure? So here's what you do. You get some bungee cord, right? And I want you to get a laundry basket. And you put me in the laundry basket, and you make back straps with bungee cord, and we can run around Texas, and you can do flips. And I'll teach you how to lift rocks with your mind. And then together, we can fight our drug addiction. 
I like the sound of this, Timmy. Awesome. Just don't do any flips because I might fly out of the basket. Will you speak to me in weird backwards talk? Yes, I will. Uh, wait, uh, how does it feel to talk? Uh, give me money, you will. So I can buy drugs. I can. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm going to go put some powders in a jar, Josh. Wait, no, wait. We're not addicted to drugs anymore. Uh, (laughs) No, no, it's okay. Put the powders in a jar. Yeah, yeah. Powders in a jar. Okay, I got to go. I'll be back. Bye. Yeah, give me that powder, Timmy. (laughs) Oh, Kills my throat. (laughs) (sighs) Well then. (laughs) All right, let's have some topics of discussion. I'm flopping my arms like like a maniac here. (laughs) So, in the group chat that Josh Strasberg started for Red Pantheon, the discussion came up of downsizing our collections. Because you can't take it all with your whatever. I'm 40, I'm a minimalist, blah, 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 blah. But it got me to thinking. One, should you downsize your collection? And two, what are you going to do with your stuff when you're dead? You know, it's like, it's a discussion you don't want to have. You don't want to think about it. But like, can you really expect your kid to take your stuff? Or well, are they going to be like, well, dad's dead. I'm selling it in a state sale. Well, I'm going to right off the bat call bullshit on you can't take it with you because um, I'm going to have mine melted down into my coffin. <laughs> you know what? It's a custom toy coffin. I was thinking the same thing. I was going to make a Mr. Bones candy coffin. And just put me inside of it. Or just have like, I'm in my mind, I'm filthy rich. The goblin horde with my skeleton atop of it. But instead of gold, it's going to be like tchotchkes. <laughs> you know, like, there he is, his skeleton, the breakfast werewolf, and his collection of VHS tapes. <laughs> like, Wait, what so you, you guys haven't built a tomb somewhere that, uh, you know, has a pyramid over it so you can put all your stuff in there and then just be entombed inside? Not you yet. Know, haven't oh. gotten to it. I was going to make it out of Legos. It's just me. Then they made them biodegradable, so I was like, oh, i got to hunt down the Megan Strucks or something. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. <laughs> you know, I started on it, but then I also started on the Lego City, and that took up most of the bricks. <laughs> Have you guys ever wondered why people don't get gigantic, awesome tombstones anymore? I've never thought about it, to be honest. I have to drive past this gigantic Catholic cemetery on my way home every day. And I always wonder, like, is it cost or they just don't make them anymore? Like, why don't people get the big angel or a grim reaper? I'm sure it's cost. I would, if I knew how much they were, I would save up for something really cool and like elaborate to confuse people and send them on some sort of wild goose chase. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'd want the weeping angel from Return of the Living Dead or that. Like a direct reference to a horror movie, like, yep, you know, like, hey, let's bury Voldemort under the gigantic Grim Reaper. <laughs> exactly. You know, like, <laughs> like something like that. 
See, I would like to be uh I would like to be cremated and have my ashes compacted into several Lego bricks, which are then placed at random throughout the city. Uh so anyone that ever decides to take apart my Lego city will run the risk of disturbing my ashes. Yeah, I'm with you. I've made this joke on the show before, but take my ashes or my remains. You know, if you want, like, my heart in a jar, my spleen, whatever, put it inside a ventriloquist dummy. (laughs) And then just let the shenanigans begin. I'm telling you, it'll be a blast. Nothing bad will happen. No one will ever dare take that out. No. (laughs) Nobody will dare touch the doll. You know, and I could have it where it's got, like, wonky eyes. So when you look at it, it's looking one way, and then, like, they wobble the other direction. You know, make it fun. Make it oddly terrifying. I've said it a hundred times or more. Like, I want to be buried. I do not want to be cremated. Because when the zombie apocalypse happens, I will be coming back. Just in case. (laughs) Oh, there's no just in case. It'll eventually happen. We're going to screw ourselves over. Would you guys, (laughs) have you been, Mike, have you been to the Museum of Play? Oh, yeah, yeah. I have thought about this long and hard. I don't know if they would even take them, but I would donate my stuff to the Museum of Play. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which has a piss poor action figure selection that is not organized. It's just randomly thrown around Mm -hmm. and it bugs the hell out of me. When you go there, they have Yak Face, vintage Yak Face in a display. But it's not the rest of the the Star Wars, vintage Star Wars figures in my mind, like the museum curator should have a display of a complete collection of vintage Star Wars figures. Maybe it's like too hard to get, or maybe they don't appreciate or understand the importance of that in a museum. I don't know. Right. But, you know, it would be nice, like the collection of Mike O'May, who tripped and fell into a wood chipper. However, I, I go, you know, like death via whale. I'm not sure yet. Um, Cause I get to, you know, pick my how I go. The sun exploded, you know, fell in a volcano. I think that'd be fun. See, my obituary is simply going to read Joshua Allen Hibbert, Global Milk 3000. Yes. (laughs) You know, we could have milk made out of Josh. But we were going to we were going to turn Josh into jerky. Oh, that's right. Josh, can we eat you? I guarantee you, uh, we go through this so often. I guarantee you, I will not be tasty. Josh, 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 can I just have some strips of skin off your thigh so I can dehydrate them and season them with my secret herbs and spices? But no preservatives. Uh, no that's, preservatives. Uh, that's going to be a no for me. <laughs> That's going to be a no for me, dog. Josh, can I wear your skin and take over your life? Uh, once, once I'm dead, yes. Hey, Josh, guess what? What? When you're dead, you're not going to have any say. <laughs> I, uh, I'm yeah, picturing no, this, this horrific end for Josh where Timmy just <laughs> slides up inside of him and puppeteers him. <laughs> Josh's mouth opens up really wide and Timmy's face comes out of it. Yeah. Uh, kind of like the Ninja Turtle. Yeah. 
Oh god. Um. <laughs> yeah, like I and I have like totes of stuff. Like, should I get rid of it? I've like, actually this is something I've actually been uh, texting with Josh about uh, recently, where I've been wanting to pare down my collection for some time. Like, it's a bit overwhelming. Because, like, the room I'm recording in right now basically became a storage room for a while. So it's just filled with random boxes and stuff stacked everywhere. And it's a little much. Like, it's one of those things where I have a lot of stuff I know I could sell on eBay. I have a lot of stuff I know I could give away to friends and for, you know, contests and now Heartcrate and all that. But, yeah, there's definitely a point that you hit where it's like this, this has got to go. And then, cause when I start feeling guilty about getting new stuff, it's like, yeah, I got to pare down the collection. And I've definitely been having that feeling of like, eh, I shouldn't buy this for a while now. And I, and I hate that. Yeah. My, you know, what stops me a lot is there's stuff that I've gotten rid of in the past that I've gone back and gotten again. I mean, that, that did happen to me too. Like when I, when I first was moving out of my parents' house, I pared down a ton of my crap. Like I got rid of a bunch. I gave a bunch to my my cousin who was like six at the time. Uh, he was really into Star Wars, so I gave him like pretty much almost my entire uh, Power of the Force, like uh, the '90s collection. Yep. Um, I have. I still have a lot of them, but I gave him all the ones he wanted. Like so, he got all my vehicles and stuff like that. And then when I was like 14, my other cousin. Um, he lost a bunch of his toys in a fire, so I gave him, like, all of my G.I. Joes. And those I replaced. <laughs> like, those were the ones that, like, when I was in my early 20s, I'm like, oh, man, I, I, I gave him Night Viper and Heat Viper and Range Viper. Oh, man, I got to get those again. So I did go back and, and hunt those down again. I still have a few of my vintage toys, or a few of my vintage Joes, like Zartan and the Bat. Um, I have a handful that I kept. But uh, but yeah, I gave him a whole bunch of mine, including a lot of the vehicles. And and yeah, there are some that I know I'd want to replace, but then there are some that I was so hell bent on getting, like especially the early Marvel Legends. Um, I was I was tracking those down left, right, and center. They've been in a box forever, you know. Like of course I opened them, I displayed them, and all that, and then I you know moved and put them in a box and never took them out. And I'm like, do I really need them? I, I'm sure I could sell them. You know, yeah, I've got. I have been collecting Marvel Legends and Spider-Man classics from the start. Yep. I have eight totes full of like. The figure has been upgraded. I replace it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I don't like these. They're old ball and socket hip joints. I've replaced them. Do I really need like 15 Captain America's Iron Man's Hulk's Wolverine's Spider-Man on and on and on and on and on. Do I keep them? Do I get rid of them? Do I hold on to them for some sort of future grandkid I may or may not have? Right. Do I need all my vintage Masters of the Universe figures? Do I need the 2000X He-Man figures? You know, well, like, the answer there is yes. That's the kind of stuff <laughs> that I'm saving. Well, see, and for me, the other thing is, you know, I, I had saved a lot of this stuff thinking like Caleb would be into it, but... Caleb was into very different toys than than I have, and he got more into tech and video games and stuff like that. So, like, it, it's funny because, like, at Christmas time, <clears throat> I'll get stuff like Legos and action figures, and he'll get stuff like books and tech, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, so, 
you know, it's what like he does like like there are still toys he likes. Like he does enjoy Legos. Um, he doesn't really put together, you know, the sets. He just kind of like plays with them like most kids do. Um, and then like they're little like he loves Minecraft. He loves uh, he still is intrigued by Treasure X, but not to the degree that he once was. He liked the Minecraft Treasure X. But it's like, yeah, he's got his own thing. Like he could the only time I got him into the same toys as me is when he was like maybe four or five and I was getting the Ninja Turtles mega constructs. He really liked those. So he kept playing with like the sewer layer and stuff like that. Um, but then he quickly got out of it. It was like maybe a couple months and he was like, Yeah, I'm done with it now. So I mean, I'm holding on to all this stuff and it's like, well, my kid don't want it. <laughs> so it's like I may as well start putting it up on eBay or start parsing it out to other collectors that want it. Yeah, like, here's something that I'm sitting on, and I don't know why. The All of the Mattel DC stuff that they mm. made for, like, a good seven or eight years. I collected hardcore. I don't display them, and I'm never going to display them. Right. Like, I don't have the room for them. I have... <sighs> maybe 40 figures left out like it's mostly batman like the really nice ones are characters i care about like i have all of the superpowers creation recreations that they did i have a shelf of batman i have a shelf of like the doom patrol uh watchmen like just specific characters but like i don't need the 4000 green lantern figures that they made right all of the build a figure stuff i just I'm slowly but surely just taking it down because they're not making more and I just don't care. I yeah. love DC, but it's just like, meh. So I don't know. Do I sit on them? Do I get rid of them? And these Mattel figures have that problem with the plastic getting powdery. I'll be honest. Just today, I, I um, canceled several pre-orders I had on Big Bad Toy Store. What'd so. you cancel? Uh, I canceled. Well, I canceled the Alley Viper in the back because I already have those. And I yep. was like, do I really need a squad? Um, so I canceled those. I canceled the Bludgeon Super 7 figure that I that I had pre-ordered, the um, yep. Ultimates. Canceled him. I canceled uh, the Ray Filet um, pre-order. Uh, the, what was the other one? Slash. Canceled him. Really? Yeah. I'm only going to get Krang. Like, I was like, you know what? Krang, I can't pass up on. I'm, I'm getting him. Um, I'm trying to pare it down because after I got that muck, man, I was like, do I really need to keep collecting all of these <clears throat> all of these Ninja Turtle things when I have a bunch of my vintage Ninja Turtles still? And there are certain ones I'm always going to get like Muckman, Mutagen Man, always going to happen. Yep. Krang, always going to happen. Um, Ray Filet, as much as I loved the vintage figure, like he's one of my favorite vintage figures. I'm like, do I need an updated version of that vintage figure when I still have my vintage one? Mm, not really. Yeah. Um, and as far as bludgeon goes, I'm like, yeah, he looks awesome. He's a robotic skull face samurai. That's amazing. Do I need it? No. <laughs> it's yeah. like, See, I want it. But yeah. My biggest problem is like I it, and it's the same reason I can't do the Transformers Red is they're Transformers. Right. See, with Bludgeon, I felt okay with it only because, you know, the whole, uh, what is it, uh, Pretenders thing? Yeah. But, uh, and I never had the, the vintage anyway, so I have no tie to it. To me, it's just, it's a cool skull-faced samurai robot. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of those things where there's all the stuff that I want. And I guess right now where I'm getting is the 
am, one of two things. Am I going to display it proudly or am I actually going to play with it? Because as we've discussed before on this podcast, like we all like the toys you can play with. I don't yeah. want a toy that's yeah. going to fall apart. So I guess that's kind of where I'm getting to right now with my collection, like stuff like the NECA Jason figures. I'm going to complete the collection. I have the others, so I'm going to complete the collection. The Kessler Wolf, if I see it, I might grab it. But I don't know. I've been very picky with their horror figures because of their quality control. I got very picky with the Ninja Turtles animated stuff because of the quality control. And I've kind of pulled away enough that I feel like I can pull the plug altogether on that. Um, so I've just been buying stuff that I either want to open up and and actually play with or stuff that I want to put on a shelf and display it. So like uh, the Mighty Maniacs that I bought, I knew I wanted to play with those. So I bought those. Uh, and they're like, small. Yes. And, and they're and they're fun, you know. Um, the, uh, the McFarlane, uh, blight figure, like that was one of those that rode the line of like, well, I don't know how poseable he's going to be, but I definitely love the look and I want to display him. And then I got him and was pleasantly surprised that I could actually play around with him. Um, the same thing with that, that, uh, Q90, like I have no ties to this character, but he's a cool robot that I want to play with. And he's fun as hell to pose around. So those kind of things I'll still pick up, but I'm going to pare it down more and more. You know what I'm definitely getting rid of? What's and that? I, the box gets bigger and bigger every day. Funkos. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. It's like, I don't need this. I am ashamed that I bought them. <laughs> like, <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> like I did not need the entire Game of Thrones Funko collection. Yet I have it. Right. Probably going to get rid of it because I don't think I'm ever going to rewatch Game of Thrones. Yeah, I don't need all those Walking Dead guys. I might keep a zombie or two, but those are going bye bye. And it's like you can then once you get rid of some, you just keep finding excuses like, do I need all the Masters of the Universe? Probably not because I've got Masters of the Universe and a hundred other skills and forms. Do I need right. Funko? Eh, see you later. You know what I mean? So it's like it gets easier and easier. Um, yeah. It sucks. It it does. And, and it's tough because there, there are always going to be those figures that you get rid of that you think about later and wish you still had in your collection. Like one of the ones that still bugs me to this day is the uh, the um, Spawn Mangaverse. I got rid of the second series mm -hmm. that uh, I because I that was the one I, I collected the, the whole second series. The first series I only bought Spawn and the Curse. And the second one I got like, you know, Overkill, um, the freaking uh, I forget his name, but it, like the weird purple tiger robot that had a face in its mouth. Yeah. <laughs> like, zombie spawn. Like I got all of those, the, the freak. And I loved them. I thought they were so cool. But again, when I was moving out, I was like, ah, you know what? Let me get rid of these. So I, I gave those away to my cousin. And I still to this day wish I had them in my collection. Same thing with my tortured souls figures. I gave those away to my friend who was a huge Clive Barker nut. And I was moving again. I'm like trying to pare down. I'm like, you know what? It's her birthday coming up. Let me just give her my entire Tortured Souls collection. And I, I gave her all of them. And I'm I still like I know she appreciated it and I know she loved them, but I wish I had them in my collection still. Um, well, I can tell you this. McFarlane would make that decision for you because those figures fall apart. Oh, uh, that sucks. So like Manga Freak crumbled. Mm -hmm. Uh. Manga Violator, like Robot Violator, crumbled. Mm. Uh, Curse crumbled. 
manga spawn got sticky and i had like three different manga spawns so i had the original the gunmetal and the metallic that came in the fish tank mm. uh all of them the wings got gooey and then parts of the armor got gooey um yeah it's rare that like mcfarland figures stay in good condition because the plastic is cheap hence the toys are cheaper if you're wondering why they're 1999 where everybody else's are 25 um yeah gotcha which sucks because like the only one that i have that i still have on display and it's still in perfect condition is the mask not the mask uh the max because he's oh, yeah. plastic yeah i still have mine too um, you know actually my my spawn three uh the one with the big like flip out wings yeah where yeah, yeah. like he's still good my, mine is still good for that is that, um, is that all right? So there was a ton of different versions of that guy. Did he was, have the split face? No, no, no. It was the full one mask? full full mask. Okay. He, he was the box set one where he came in the box. He had like the owl and like I think he had a club or something. Um, but he had the wings where it was like it was cloth, and then he had like the plastic that you could fold it back, and you could hit a button and the plastic would like pop open, and it would spread the wings out behind him. My go-to spawn, because it kept getting better and better until I stopped collecting, was the one in the fish tank with the wolf. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the cape that was around him. It was, for a while, the one with the pop-out wings that you could bend and they'd pop out. Yep. Um, but in reality, like, displaying that was a nightmare. Oh, oh yeah. I was a big fan of the ninja spawn. We should save this conversation for when Josh Strasberg comes on. Because... <laughs> yeah. He wanted to come out and have this discussion. And we're having it without him. So, <laughs> oh, I mean, we can we can talk about McFarland for ages. So, yeah. Well, I'm um, just saying, I think he also wants to talk about GI Joe because I remember talking to him about that. So, oh, we'll definitely talk GI Joe. That's something <laughs> like I wrote up a lot of GI Joes, but I didn't what? really take care of because I played with them so hard. But like, if I ever can get my hands on a vintage Toxo Zombie, oh yeah, I still actually have mine. Mine has been like parts of it are painted and stuff. I gotta rebuy it. Um, the only thing that happened to mine was the rubber band snapped, and that's an easy fix. I just yeah, fixed it. You can just go to Lowe's and buy those parts, no problem. Yep. Um, Josh, are you gonna pare down your collection? You gonna get rid of some Legos and some Transformers? Um, the definitely not to the Legos. Um, because because those, yeah, th- those you just break down and rebuild infinitely. How- how many totes do you think you have of Legos? Uh, you know, I can I can tell you pretty easily. I've got aside from the city, I think I've got three big full bins. Interesting. Which um when you die, Ruth is just gonna take to a goodwill. Yeah, she's gonna put your pickled body parts in a tote send it to us i was gonna say actually you may end up getting a a tote of of lego bits from me if i start going through my collection hardcore (laughs) yeah no she 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 knows too well the worth of those (laughs) as much as i'd love to get rid of legos you open them up and you just start playing with them yeah yeah (laughs) and like i always end up just building decrepit buildings that's like my favorite thing to build that spaceships yeah. Um, but I, I have more like castle pieces than I do spaceship rings and wings and domes and things like that. Um, yeah, 
I need I want to take the stuff I'm gonna get rid of and then turn that into money for heart crate. But the thing is is like nobody wants loose Funko Pops. Um I have like a e- bunch eBay. of necklaces. Yeah, eBay. I just I don't want to pay taxes to eBay. Uh, I'm just yeah, saying, I, I know I know plenty of customizers who buy parts on eBay, and so open Funko Pops will be like, I mean, yeah, they'll buy them. Yeah, um, I have a bunch of NECA stuff that I had for giveaways that I'm just probably gonna sell again. Like I I had a bunch of uh, NECA ashes that I found for like four bucks. Mm-hmm. The fuck, am I doing with those? You know, so I'll probably get rid of those and make money for the uh, the charity I bought. I keep wanting to mention this and I forget it. Uh, Ultimate Doc Brown from the first Back to the Future. They made a very nice NECA figure. Mm-hmm. Somebody, I can't find it anymore on Instagram, painted him as the Joker. And oh, it that's looks interesting. awesome. It looks so damn cool because he's got like the overexpression on his face of like Christopher Lloyd. And it's like if they recast the Joker as Christopher Lloyd instead of Jack Nicholson, it looks awesome. Because he's got the trench coat, so it's like a Heath Ledger, Christopher Lloyd Joker. It's the weirdest thing, but I saw that and I was like, I was kind of tempted. But then again, it's just a project that I won't ever get to. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, I've I've bought so many toys going, oh, I'll I'll do this with it. And then, yeah, I never do it. Yeah, I bought... Perfect example. Another thing I bought this week, uh, Target Clearance, Mr. Fantastic, notable because he comes with a long lab coat. Mm. I bought it. I have a Marvel Legends suited body that I'm going to put the lab coat on, pop some arms, do some swapping. All I need is a head, and then I have Bruce Banner. So I keep thinking I'm going to take Billy, the blue Power Ranger, take his head and make that into a Bruce Banner sort of, but he's smiling. And I just can't picture Bruce Banner smiling. <laughs> so I have to like go through customizers forums and just find the perfect head for Bruce Banner. And I have a Bruce Banner. Uh, See, yeah. The customizer thing is dangerous too. Cause I went down uh, as I've showed you guys before with my, my custom GI Joes. Oh yeah. I went d- down this rabbit hole of like, you know, I, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make my own toys. I'm going to customize them. So I would start buying tons of parts like i was buying lots on ebay i was like hunting down uh any clearance joe's star wars any three and three fourth inch figure that i thought like hey i can use that guy's arm or that guy has a cool gun or whatever and next thing i knew i just had stacks of stuff that i planned on using at some point and just never got to or stuff projects that i would start and then run into a snag and then get sidetracked with something else. And now I just got like this half finished project sitting there. I can't tell you the amount of figures that I started to customize and never finished because, you know, work got in the way or life got in the way. And now I just have like buckets of parts and, you know, broken down figures for what, you know? Yeah. It's kind of cathartic to talk about all this. (laughs) I wish I didn't have this conversation because now I want to like go through all my crap, get rid of things. I will say this. I think this was a problem for all three of us and any collector uh, of our ilk is that part of the hobby, part of the fun is the hunt. It is looking to see what can I find? 
can I, you know, can I go and find this this hot new toy that's out that we all think is cool? Can I be the one to find it? Or what kind of deal can I get? Like, oh my God, look at this great toy I found for five bucks. So there's a lot of that aspect to it where, you know, it, it compels us to get out there and go and buy it. And then once we have it, it's like, all right, well, on to the next hunt. And yep. that's that's part of the problem. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's like the whole chasing the dragon. I really bad. I hate completing a collection because then it's like, well, nothing to do now. Mm Got to move on to something else. You know what I'm also afraid of? If I get rid of this stuff, I'm just going to see a void and want to fill it with more stuff. Uh, Yeah, this needs to be done. You know what? When I'll I'll do it, I don't know, but yeah. Yeah. Now, this is I actually just recently got into an argument about this. So. about needing to pare stuff down and uh you know it, it's one of those things like i've been wanting to do it for a while it's definitely time uh with your wife yes yeah those are fun conversations aren't they well and, and the funny thing was it wasn't even like you know her saying that uh it has to be pared down it was just like where are we gonna put x y and z and it's like yeah you're right i don't know yeah you know? or Hey, uh, I used to have a spot to sleep in bed, and now Castle Grayskull's there, and you're just like, where's it <laughs> supposed this. to go? <laughs> you bought this for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, you know something I've been seriously considering paring down for a while now that it, I'm very close to pulling the trigger on uh, is older generations of Transformers. That's fair. Yeah, like how many you have the perfect Dinobot. Do you need the five previous Dinobots? I, uh, it's yeah. funny, funny you say that because I actually only own one Dinobot or uh, one character Dinobot. But you know what I mean? Yeah, no, like Starscream is a great Prime. example. Um, and I think one of the only exceptions is going to be the uh, the Transformers Prime stuck. Uh, so probably, unique. Yeah, that they're probably off the table because. I yeah, those those guys are all just unique and fantastic, and they still hold up really well. I actually, I mean, I think I've sent you guys a picture once. I've got like two totes of Transformers older stuff. That I mean, some of those retain a lot of value, and some of those, like the movie figures, forget it. Oh right. yeah, but why am I sitting on it? You know, right. there's the door. Skeet. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. And then you know, like I really, if like I get, if I had the option, like I don't need. A uh, complete Funko, whatever collection. I would rather have a vintage Star Wars collection. Yeah, right. you know, or like this will never happen, not anymore, because the prices are ridiculous. But like, I'd love to complete my superpowers collection. But like, yeah, getting good, good luck getting, with that cyborg. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> it, let me like while we're just in the discussion. So superpowers, a line from Kenner back in the day had their final wave like a lot of final wave of figures is very hard to find especially cyborg who was chromed out and comes in two varieties regular and super amigos which is the mexican version the much cheaper knockoff version of cyborg but super amigos is important because they repainted green lantern as the riddler so let me see here i have a super amigos riddler i do not have cyborg S-U-E-R-P-O-W-E-R-S-C-Y-B-O-R-G. This is just like our cameo talk that went 
on and on and on. There's replicas, custom casted, super amigos, resin casted. All right, here we go. Vintage superpowers cyborg. I would grade him if you're going to go on a scale of one to ten. This one I'm looking at is a seven or eight, which is passable for my collection. One thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. And yeah, that's the kind of prices that he's going for right now, which to me is way too much for an action figure. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, So it's like, do I really want to complete this collection? Do I have a thousand plus dollars laying around? No. No, I don't. And this isn't something you find at garage sales. You just don't find Cyborg. And even more so, if you had that kind of money, would you want to spend it on Cyborg? No, I could get the other breast implant that I needed, finally. Exactly. And I wouldn't look so lopsided and weird. Um, There's a lot of things like I could go monster in my pocket. I'm not going to have this discussion because then I'm going to get crazy and go on eBay tonight and just buy a ton of crap. Um, Mighty Max. Mighty Max. Old Lego sets. Speaking of collections that maybe I don't need... Trading cards, guys. Oh, God. I still have a bunch of those. Um, Mike, you need a second? No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I, um, I, I quickly quickly had to run help Caleb with something, but I'm back. <clears throat> uh, again, this group conversation with Josh Strasberg, trading cards came up. Mm-hmm. And garbage pill kids. Hellraiser trading cards. True crime serial killer trading cards. Among See, others, dinosaur I, attacks, Mars I, attacks. Dinosaur attack, I did have, uh, you know, I had some of the weird early tops uh, trading cards, but what got me was the uh, Marvel, uh, was it, yeah, yeah, were they Marvel Universe? Was that what they were called? What were they? Yep. I got, it was Series 1, it pulled me in. I got into it at the tail end of Series 1 right before Series 2 came out, so I was always hunting down Series 1. Series two, I went ape crap on. Same thing with Marvel Masterpiece. And yep. the oh my God, the X-Men cards were terrible. Like I got to a point with the X-Men cards where with my paper out money, I would just go and buy boxes. Like I would buy full box. I do have the the 3D hologram Wolverine card that was like the rare one. Um, but I mean, who the frick cares now? <laughs> I have a Spider-Man versus Venom hologram that... Mm-hmm. Good God, you couldn't have pictured like a better 80s moment. Me and my brother wanted a pack of cards and we split the cost. So we each had like a dollar and it was $2 for the pack of cards. And of of course, you get the fucking hologram and then we (laughs) tried to murder each other to get it because we thought it was going to like buy us a house. Right. Uh, You know, little do we know that in the future they're not worth shit. But yeah. Yeah, that trading cards I got super into. Um, and, and it's funny because at the time, like, I was only kind of into comic books. Like, I was reading the X-Men. I was still reading Ninja Turtles, um, like the Archie Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and yep. um, I like I, I would occasionally get G.I. Joe comics. Um, but I wasn't buying many comic books because I was mostly buying freaking trading cards. And then I started getting I went from trading cards to being super, super heavy into comics, where I basically just traded one obsession for the next. 
And that was right around the time Image Comics came out. And when Image came out, like, I went ape crap with comic collecting, which that is definitely a conversation we should say for when Strasburg is on. But, um, yeah, I spent tons of money on that. And I actually kind of got out of toys for a little while because I was buying so many comic books. Um, but I would still, like, you know, I had to buy the Toy Biz Marvel stuff. <laughs> I well, couldn't like, pass up on that. I was one of those kids that acted like he knew what he was talking about comic books. But I knew everything about comic books from the trading cards. Ah, okay. You know, so I was like, yeah, I totally know who's, you know, uh, Bartok the Leper is Leaper because I had his <laughs> card. Actually, they never made a Bartok card. Uh, like, I know who Caliban is. Yeah, totally. But I had the X-Men card. I never read the comic. You know what's you know really what I mean? funny about those those cards is me and my friends, uh, we would take all of our doubles and we would play like a card battling game before that was a thing. Like, you know how they always had the stats on the back? Yeah. We had our own rules, like, you know, like strength beat this and intellect beat that and all that. So depending on what your numbers were, like there were always some kind of foil. And it was basically like a game of war. Like we would flip the cards and be like, you know, like, oh, that one beat that one. And then keep flipping, flipping, flipping until we had one that was like evenly matched. And then we had to build out a team to see whose team could beat the other team. Those and the we power so bars fun. were so cool. Oh, yeah. I love those. But, but I just found it funny because, like, we were playing that and then, like, five years later, Magic the Gathering comes along and I was like, hey, wait. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Or, come on. How about Fright Flicks? Oh, yeah. Like, the the horror trading card to end all horror trading cards. Fright yep. Flicks. Which, I, I don't know why they didn't make a second series because, God, I love those things. Um, I know in the past, like, Fright Rags has kind of dabbled as a free, like, freebie. Here's a their version of a like a fright flicks card they make like two or three a year and you get one free with a t-shirt um right. and garbage fell kids i still love garbage fell kids i still buy them i don't collect them all because it's crazy and they have like different colored borders are called parallels and there's autographs and printing plates and glow in the dark and holograms it's impossible unless that's all you do um right. but if they you know this i haven't seen them yet this year but you know target will get like a new series there's a box for like 10 bucks you get a few packs and i'll pick them up just because it's like i love garbage fill kids like that never gets old for me um and then when you're uh what's her name put them up in the uh the group chat oh sam sam has stacks and stacks of garbage fill kids immediately i'm like <laughs> i need to buy them all yep i i saw that and started laughing i was like yeah um which i don't need them and i don't need to buy them all they're gonna go in a binder and they're just gonna go in a in a cabinet like no no, 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 no. Stop. Stop right now. That's This is your problem. You do this. You, you hoard things. You don't, you know, like, what are they gonna, who's going to take my garbage pail kids? You know, 50 years from now or whatever, I'm dead. Nobody. Right. Nobody wants that shit. We're going to put stickers on my casket. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, now that you say that, I mean, I kind of want that thing. On, I want that on my like put yeah, some it. rad old trading card stickers on my casket. Like here's a st here's a stack of the old trading card stickers. Please <laughs> place one on the casket before you leave. Yes. So <laughs> when <laughs> I was amazing. a little kid, Garbage Pail Kids first came out. I got into them in the second series, which makes me nuts because that first series is iconic and it's super hard to find and it's valuable. And Sam, if you're listening to this and you want to sell them for cheap. You know how to get a hold of me. 
Uh, but it didn't look like she had him. And I think if she did, she would know. Um, I, I will admit something here on this show that like, I mean, be prepared, be prepared to revoke my nerd card. I hated garbage pal kids as a kid. Really? I hated them. Like I thought like I was so grossed out by them. And I think it was because my, my friend Rodney growing up, he had uh, like every kid had that dresser where there was just stickers all over it. Yep. And he had all these stickers down the side and it was always like the barfing ones or like ones that were like snotting into like a pot and then like making soup out of it or something. Like it was always some kind of foul, like body fluid card. And it just nauseated me so much. And I, I hated Garbage Pail Kids. Then I saw the movie and they terrified me because <laughs> the movie was, I will argue until the day I die, that, that is a fucking horror movie. Um, like it's so damn scary. God, I love that movie. Oh, they're so freaking creepy. But like, I hated me. It wasn't until I was like, I was almost an adult. Like I was in my late teens because I was in high school. I want to say like senior year of high school. And one of my friends had some of them like in his house, my friend Tom. And I kind of looked at the artwork and I started appreciating them for what they were. And I was like, okay, yeah, they're gross, but these are actually really fun. And now I think they're awesome. Like looking back at them through adult eyes, I love the art. I love the puns. I love all that stuff. But as a kid, I hated them. Yeah. Uh, not like that. But I mean, look, I think Halloween isn't a good movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, we all have our weird opinions. But, I, you know, because, yeah, like I'm making soup out of my puke. I'm jump roping with my snot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. How can you not be afraid of Greaser Greg in Garbage Pail <laughs> Kids, the movie? So, all right, two Garbage Pail Kids stories. First Garbage Pail Kids story, I was the only person that rented Garbage Pail Kids, the movie, for my Blockbuster video. They're, they close. I'm there picking the bones, buying videotapes and DVDs. I check out one last time, and I ask him, I was like, hey, can you see like who the last person that bought these movies as I'm buying them? And I give him Garbage Pail Kids, the movie. And something I always like to do is, who was the last person to rent this before me? Mm-hmm. Just to see, like, who's renting Zombie? Who's renting Monster Squad? The movies I, like, rented all the time. And they're like, okay, Garbage Pail Kids, the movie. You, 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 you. And I was the only person for five years solid <laughs> at this blockbuster video just renting this movie like a crazy person. Um, Garbage Pail Kids, like I said, I got into them about the second series. I had a babysitter that would take me to like the gas station or something where they were like a quarter a pack and kept buying me packs of garbage pail kids. And I stuck them all over the walls of my bedroom. They stayed in the house until I moved when I was 11 and I had to take the garbage pail kids down because we had to get rid of like, we're getting out of this house and they took the paint with them. So you could picture the walls of this bedroom with garbage pail (laughs) kids, sticker holes all over the paint because stickers are so strong they just ripped the paint off. Yep. Um, and I've done that in my basement now with the horror stickers. Anyways, uh, my, uh, my mom still has it, it. She turned my old room at, at her house into her craft room. Yeah. And there's a the, the the closet in there was like one of the sliding door closets. And I mean, it's not huge, but it was like, you know, you'd slide the door and then you had the uh, the, the hanger rack and like a couple shelves. Yep. And in the closet, there's a secret of the use sticker. And, like, a bunch of random, like, comic book stickers and stuff that are stuck on the wall in there. 
from when I was putting them up in my closet. And she's like, I'm not taking them down because it's going to pull the paint. <laughs> so yeah. in her closet and her craft room is a bunch of nerd stickers. You need like that wallpaper remover spray. I have a house I lived in as a kid. It has like a hole that was like covered up with a piece of broken drywall. I'm sure it's been found now that I had a, a picture out of a Playboy magazine stuffed in there. Oh, like, a single cigarette. And then I think like a $5 bill. Just go back and look for that. <laughs> there, There is at least two G.I. Joes in the walls of my parents' house. Um, there was when we, we were getting a new uh, tub put in in the upstairs bathroom at my parents' house. And my dad specifically was like, do not play in there. <laughs> like The tub was out and all the pipes were exposed. And of course, you know, I'm in there playing with my G.I. Joes when he's not looking um, because it's a pit. You can throw stuff yeah. in there. That's so, the Death Star Chasm. Right. And yep. I was fighting with uh, with a couple of my G.I. Joes on the edge and like I knocked Flak Viper version two into the pit. No. And I heard my dad coming upstairs and I ran and hid my room. And he was in there working for a while. And next thing I knew, like, you know, he put the tub in. <laughs> It's like, no, crap. So, yeah, so Flak Viper is in the walls. And then there was a, uh, I want to say that it was Alley Viper. It was the what the blue and red Alley Viper. Was that version three? The the one where it was like solid red with like blue highlights. It was a repaint of the second Alley Viper, right? Yeah, it was the battle yeah, yeah. one. I, that one fell in a vent. And I didn't want to tell my dad it was in there. Because again, don't play in there. Okay, and there goes the alley viper. Dude, you uh, were like fifteen or sixteen when that was out. Doesn't matter. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was still doing that at fifteen and sixteen. Well, no, yeah. cause that, no, because it was ninety four that GI Joe ended, so I was like thirteen. Because it was uh, nineteen ninety four, and that viper wasn't in the last wave in ninety four, so that had to be ninety three. In fact, I'm gonna look it up right now. Yeah, I'm looking um, at that now. Viper version three, because there's a 2004, 2006 Viper. That's gray and red. That's one of those like weird, cheapy Toys R Us two pack ones. Right. This uh, is. I think it was Alley Viper. I could be mistaken. Yeah, yeah. I'm but looking at it now. It's like bright blue and orange. It's on yojo.com. That's what I'm like. Wait, no, it's not right. 93. Was it 92? So what it is, is version 2 Alley Viper painted to be more similar to version 1 Alley Viper. Oh, it was 94. So yeah, I was yeah. 14. Yeah, I yes. was at my mom's house like a few days ago and she said, don't play down there. And <laughs> it hey, I've said on this show before, I was playing with G.I. Joe's right up until the line ended. I was playing with G.I. Joe's yesterday. <laughs> 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 That Cobra Bat's awesome. So, um, That's true. Uh, I'm just giggling at the fact that there's there's still GI Joes in the wall. <laughs> well, and that's one of those things I often think about. Like, how many houses have like random shit in the walls that either some kid threw in there or like somebody hid and forgot about? Like, it's just weird shit that I, I think about. I still find random shits in my wall. Shits, random shit. <laughs> Like someone pooping in the vent. <laughs> um, the guy we bought the house from 
didn't want to like do an estate sale. So he bought a lot of the stuff that came with the house, like kitchen stuff and furniture. Mm-hmm. And as it's broke, we've just replaced it. So he just didn't bother packing a lot of the stuff. And I just keep finding it in like holes and walls and shit. Like I literally just found a little while ago, the big cups you get at casinos that you put the like the coins in mm-hmm. stuffed in the ceiling. For no reason. They're just That's there. And I'm like, weird. what the fuck? Like, yeah, like weird shit that he just put up there. Uh, it had a use at some point. I don't know. Um, Guys, he won't leave me alone. Timmy is just, he wants, he's got one last, last thing to say. Oh, oh. Should we let him speak his piece? Sure. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Guys. Guys, um, so there's a problem. Uh, I I haven't made any money off a of cameo. Oh no! My my account says zero point zero. Actually, I owe them money, and um, I found it kind of difficult to uh, get to the post office because I have no bones. Uh, so it's kind of hard to move around. But uh, so I'm I'm gonna switch to OnlyFans now. I got a webcam set up and I'm taking requests. Uh, like there's this, this creepy older guy that likes to rub his nipples and he wants to take pictures of me on a tandem bicycle. So, you know, it's somewhere to start. Uh, you know, you want to like oil me up, put me in a, you know, like sexualize me like Josh, Josh, Timmy, Jack, will you, Will you chew me and Mike can film it? Oh, God. Only if I can then inflate you like bubble gum. Yeah. Because you have to poke me with your tongue a lot to make Yeah, that that's right, I do. Blow me up. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Uh, so it's. Uh, what, what's a fair price for pornography for a boy without bones? That's a pretty niche it- market. Uh, like I, 10 bucks? I, at least 10, maybe 12. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do 11.95 for exclusive content daily of Josh tonguing me and blowing me up. And also, Timmy on a tandem bicycle with a big hairy Turkish guy. Yeah. If you, if you think like Sala, what's his name? Uh, John Reese Davies. John Reese Davies naked on a bicycle with a disabled boy. Yeah, sex. When you, when you think I, of sex, you think of me, Timmy. I would like I would like to make a special request. I will pay the twelve ninety five or eleven ninety five. Yeah. For you to make a video where you go to Paula Dean's house and act like a pat of butter. Oh. You know, I was going to say that if you smush me down on a newspaper and then peel me up, you can take the print with you, but I'll be naked. So it's like, hey, look, it's Garfield. And you smush my face into it and my genitalia. And then, whoa, look at that. It's it's a classified ad. <laughs> is, is that getting you hot and steamy, ladies? Yeah, See, it, see for some reason, my my brain automatically went. That, you know, Garfield would be on your face and Family Circus would be on your genitals because it's a little weird and doesn't always make sense. 
I think that's where all family circus ads should be on genitals. <laughs> or, or oh, uh, who, Ziggy. Yeah. Fa- family circus, the comic strip of the genital. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take my hard-earned OnlyFans money and get fam- family circle tattooed on my junk. Right. Right on my tape. You're gonna have to look for it to find it, but it'll be there. <laughs> oh, but it has to be. It has to be a panel of like the father telling some ser- terrible dad joke. Of course, that isn't or that isn't funny. Or you know, like a Dilbert comedy thing that people act like they understand, but it's just confusing and it's never funny. <laughs> Dilbert, I don't get it. Anyways, uh, this joke. That's- that's the one where a man has a computer. <laughs> yeah, that's the sound of sex. Look for me on OnlyFans, where I'm chewed by Josh. And I'm gonna get a OnlyFans.com forward slash sexualized gum. And I'm gonna yeah. get Ziggy tattooed onto Timmy's asshole in a way. That when he like clenches, Ziggy smiles at him. <laughs> okay, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's wrong. I didn't add anything to that. I was sitting over here just trying not to laugh the whole time. Let me tell you something. When Timmy clenches down his butthole. And Ziggy gives you a little smile. It makes you feel things. It yep. should have been Ziggy winking. <laughs> <laughs> Every clench have... gives you the wink. Did we all have a Ziggy doll growing up? Uh, Just I I did not, but my grandparents did inexplicably. <laughs> it was like the beanbag butt Ziggy yeah, doll. Yeah, yeah. And the suction yep, cup Garfield. Yep, same. Yep. Suction yep. cup Garfield we actually did have in, in my mom's old car. Yeah. That that was just like everybody had one. Inexplicably, you know, suction cup Garfield. You know what suction cup uh, toys that I had in my mom's car that I loved was after the Batman movie came out. There was uh, I think Spencer sold them. They were it was a little Joker figure hanging from a rope with a suction cup and a Batman figure hanging from a rope oh, yeah. with a suction cup, and they were like stuck on the back window. And I would play with them anytime we were driving somewhere. <laughs> I you totally know, remember those. You mentioned Batman, a toy that I played with a ton, and I only had one figure of it. Or from that line was that Batman, the Toy Biz Batman with the belt. Mm-hmm. I did. It never fought anything. It never did shit. But I played with that belt feature over and over and yep. over and over, and it made no sense. Nope. But it was it was freaking cool. Yeah, because it's like Batman's gonna climb up this balcony by his belt. And like his, he would get like limped back, you know, like. Honestly, that action feature in general of just having a a string that is retractable, um, like Swamp Thing had the the hand that you could pull and then you know squeeze his legs and it would retract. Anytime that feature was in a toy, it's always fun. Yeah, and you always play with it until it breaks. Yep. Yep. Um, Uh, This has nothing to do with anything, but uh, I'm thinking about it because of the. the Batman danglers. You know what? You know what toy uh, I used to take in the car with me? And when I say used to, I, I mean, I was probably like 16. Uh, taking the car with me uh, specifically so I could like 
tie it to a string and play with it by like throwing it out the car window while we were moving. <laughs> <laughs> like Napoleon Dynamite with that He-Man figure. Uh, well, it was a it it was a vinyl filler bunny. Oh my god, I remember that. And uh, it amused my mom to no end that I would just like torture this vinyl filler bunny figure. What's a vinyl filler bunny? Uh, so filler bunny <laughs> uh, is. The filler comic in between the main comics in old Joan and Vasquez books like Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. So okay. whenever he needed to fill a page, he would use filler bunny, which was just filler material. It was a bunny talking about how his entire existence is pain, but he's there for your amusement. Be and amused they would always at torture his, him. Be amused at his pain. Uh and they released a vinyl toy of it, and it was my mission to deal as much damage to that vinyl toy as possible. To I'm make literally my looking laugh. at it now. It came in a jar. Yep. You just tied a string around its neck. Yep, just tied a tr- string around its neck. Uh, let it drag alongside of the car while we were like on the highway. <laughs> uh, and th- and then I would just like repaint its eyes and teeth. Is yep. it still around or did it? I'm uh, pretty sure it, I'm pretty sure it is still in my mom's house somewhere. But uh, but yeah, that that toy took a beating. Uh, it, I would I would just randomly. Be like in another room, mom, mom would be in the kitchen doing something and I just yell out, laugh at my pain and I chuck him into the room and go bouncing <laughs> off the wall. I love the uh, the the three independent um, filler bunny comics. The, the oh, three God, mini so comics. There's one. I will not say the joke on the air, but after afterward, remind me. I, I will tell you guys. It, it is probably the most horrific thing I've ever laughed at in a comic book. Um, next to the jokes in Deep Fried, <laughs> so it's it's pretty bad. But yeah, filler bunny is fantastic. So yeah, that that was uh, that was a toy that into quote unquote toy into my teen years that uh, received a lot of a lot of torture at my hands for my mother's amusement and without fail she was always amused by it. <laughs> cool. Um, that was my version of the Batman on a string. <laughs> you know what I I loved and never had and I would probably pay too much for it if I saw it. The any I mean any of these figures like it's a character sitting and you squeeze its arms together and it like hangs in your car somewhere. The Freddy Krueger. Yep. Oh yeah. Which is like you know one of many um, Freddy Krueger merchandise for your car from the eighties. I knew somebody that had like the sun visor. Um, too, but yeah, that I think of that as well. Are you guys ready for the Hall of Fame? I'm so ready. I did not look at the winner, and I believe, Mike, you won. Let me double check. Because prepared is my middle name. (laughs) (laughs) Groups. Because it was like another landslide victory. It was the dick gun Punisher. I am 99% sure of that. Let me double check. 
and everything else did not get a lot of votes. What the fuck? No, I'm not giving badges. Uh, badgers. We don't need no stinking badgers. <laughs> yes. Uh. Hey, Dick Gun, Punisher, Transformer One with five votes. Mike, you have dethroned Don Dorazio. Woohoo! Congratulations. Eat it, Don. You told me to pull out of the contest. <laughs> the ET Fingerlight and the Space Fun Helmet had two votes each, and poor old Michael Jackson got one. <laughs> that was ignorant saddest... for not voting for Mike Jackson. That was the saddest hee hee you've ever done. <laughs> uh, he's just he's pouting in a corner with no nose. <laughs> um, Mike, my, as my, I'm sitting in the corner, my my nose is running. That's why you can't see it. It's not that it's not on my face. It's that it's that it's got I got a running nose. Don't be ignorant. <laughs> it's running away. <laughs> Mike, per the yep. rules, you won. You go first. Well, I, I'm going to pull out a heavy hitter. This was one I've been sitting on for a while, but All right. I am going to throw out Hydro Viper. Oh, oh God, I'm laughing because I'm I've also got a Viper this week. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, Hydro Viper is one of those. I feel like he's he's close enough to a monster with that awesome like devil red mask and the weird claw hand you know he's he was a great figure and i used him as a mutant in so many gi joe games as a child so he yeah. was my predator yep and my freddy krueger yep i loved that figure yeah yeah that's Josh. a good one i don't know that i can beat that one but i'm gonna try uh my pick this week is the range viper Oh, that's another heavy hitter. Because, uh, man, he was he was like a go-to robot skeleton for me. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of times that I ignored the fact that it was supposed to be a helmet, and that was just like a robot skull with the skin peeled off of it. That yep. was my Terminator. Yep. For the longest time. Uh, he... I played with him until he broke, and then I repaired him. Yep. Oh, man. I feel like I should do a Viper now. But those are, like, the two cool ones. <laughs> like, I, actually, my favorite Viper, I didn't even mention, but my my favorite G.I. Joe figure of all time is Viper. Oh, man. Do, I, do we stick with the theme? Everybody loves themes, but... Eh, break it up. Yeah, all right, my pick is I'm kind of bending the rules here, guys. I am going with Garbage Pail Kids Series 1, Adam Bomb. Ah, so the card. A single card. Not all Garbage Pail Kids, not a whole series. One single iconic card. I, You know, I feel like that is iconic enough that it could stand on its own like that. Yeah. Um... You can probably say there's like a dozen garbage fell characters, like He-Man characters, where people are like, I know this guy, I know Alligator, I know Brainy Janie, Dead Ted, Nasty Nick the Vampire. You know, there's like some of them, but you're not gonna know like uh, Spiky Mikey, right? Which always, you know, 
he's got my name, but he sucks. Um, you know, like that kind of stuff. Um, that's my pick, but damn, I drove Viper. You actually, while we're before we close up, I want to look at there's something that's bothering me, and it never got a 25th release, did it? Hydro Viper, no, you know, and I can imagine them doing it wrong and not giving him the hand. Yes, yes, those damn tubes in his head. Yep, actually, while we're on the subject of G.I. Joe, I'm going to send a picture to the group chat. Um, I wanted to mention this earlier, Josh, when you were talking about how K2SO is the uh, unmasked uh, bat head. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna se- I'm gonna send you the the fourth version of the bat and tell me that don't look like K2SO's head. Because that's the whole time I was looking at it, going that reminds me of something from GI Joe. But yeah. Oh yeah, I totally see that. So yeah, it fits as a bat head because it's similar enough. Yep. To an established bat head already, so it it fits for me. So this is the bat from Valor versus Venom. Yep. Uh, horrible figure. Oh, see, I loved it. I hated the, the hand gimmick. They messed with it a little too much. Um, and there was like a bat where the hands didn't change. Initially. Mm-hmm. Inexplicably that I hated as well. Um, yeah, that is totally K2SO. See, like when I think of bats, I mean, I love classic bat. Right. That's great. Do that. But if they want to change it up and make it crazy, as long as it still has the gimmick, do it. Yeah. You know, like have fun, change it up a little bit. People are going to buy because it it's got the hands. Yeah. Uh, that come out. So I hope they kind of where appropriate make changes and make the character cool. Um, all right. So plug time. And I feel like where we can, we should mention other podcasts because of Red Pantheon. So. Mike, what is coming out from you and Raised by Rentals? Uh, well, uh, Boogeyman's Closet, we will be entering our month of hated movies. I uh, haven't done the tally yet to, to give us all four hated, but the idea here is that all three of us picked one movie we absolutely loathe, and then we allowed the fans to vote on a fourth movie where each of us picked two other movies we hated to enter into the running and it's kind of a Russian roulette of who's going to have to watch a second movie they hate. Um, but we're starting it off with black Christmas, 2019. That's my pick. And I loathe that movie and we'll find out why. Um, then raised by rentals. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, I feel like, uh, our, our nightmare on Elm street episode will be coming out soon. So yeah, we'll have a nightmare on Elm Street episode after that. So uh, definitely look for Raised by Rentals on all the social medias and on RidePantheon.com. Josh, are you going to be selling any of these custom bad heads that you've been making for fun? No, but I'm going to be selling an all new type of gin that's going to make your balls tingle. <laughs> <laughs> really? Ah. Uh... No, but I, I, I probably won't make uh, make the bat stuff like readily available through the shop or anything. But uh, you know, if someone someone sees it and, and really wants it, I'm not going to say no. Uh, but other than that, uh, no, there should be there should be new stuff rolling out sometime in uh, February. Uh, what I can't guarantee, but new stuff, new stuff will come. February. Just, um, just keep your eyes out, because then all of a sudden, you know, a whole bunch of Pikmin stuff will start posting again, and you'll be like, what the fuck? This is an onslaught. And I'll be like, yeah. 
and you'll be like, oh, and I'll be like, oh, and it'll turn into a sex scene. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, yeah. And then I was like, whoa. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. So uh, keep keep your eyes out. There there's there's stuff coming soon. The the juices are flowing, and by that I don't mean the sex juice. I mean the creative juice. Oh man, I was hoping for the sex juice. Uh, no, the sex juice I'm bottling up for later sales. Oh. Uh, expect from Count Creepyhead. Lots of cross promotion where I can. And we'll be back next week, as always, with all the things you love, Toy Talk. Also, drink global milk. Sex juice. It's liquid. Yes. Drink global (laughs) milk 3000. It makes your teeth bluer. Mm. Global milk. Global Milk 3000, now available through the Digital Milk app, where you can get all sorts of moo points and cash them in for Milk Joy. What is Milk Joy, you ask? It's fun. What is fun? Something you'll be having when you have Milk Joy, a product of Global Milk 3000. Get on board now. Global Milk 3000. It is. <laughs> yeah. You know what I love about Global Milk? It exists. Uh, I can't wait to buy a box of global milk. Me too. I'm going to buy a bag of global milk. Bagged milk. Mm. No, you got to go to Canada for that. I was going to say tasty Canadian milk. <laughs> global milk 3000 had... now available in Canada. You haven't had the global milk milk bladder? <laughs> Not yet. Is it just me? Uh, I, I hear literally... when you're... Just bought some at Kmart, and I was like, holy crap, they got global milk. I hear when you're finished with it, you can turn it into a bagpipe. It's true. Um, all right, guys. We'll be back next week <laughs> with all of your favorite things and stuff. Thanks for listening. Drink global milk. Take care. Bye. Bye. Drink that milk and mop that floor. you before i haven't the time for it no count not even you will remember that you spelt creepy head with a k to avoid being sued by play-doh count facebook and instagram likes please you 
So grant me my friend request. And if you do not listen, to hell with you!